you don't really have experience in like really trusting and living in that state because it does feel like a free fall, you're going to try to grasp yeah. at straws and reach reach for the shoreline, so yeah. to speak, and try to get yourself out of what seems like drowning, even though you're really swimming. Yeah. You know? Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. All right, my friends. So today's iTunes review is short, simple, and to the point by Joel Smith, 214, who headlined it, amazing podcast. He writes, life-changing material, one of the best personal development, if not the best I've listened to. Joel, thank you for the beautiful, kind words. Email me at elon at satoriprime.com and I will send you your personalized gift. And if you're listening and would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Uh, once I read yours out loud, you can email me as well and receive this amazing gift. So again, thank you, Joel Smith, 214. And now back to our show. I don't even know where to begin with it this one. It looks like a mouse on your thing. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> That's my Merkin. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know what a Merkin is, it's a toupee for your balls. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what are we going to play with? That might be the best beginning to a podcast that I've ever done. So, uh, How's the ball for? How's the ball for? So here's uh, (laughs) something super special for everybody tuning in right now. I don't even remember when the last time we sat and downloaded something. Uh, It's been been probably 18 months or so. Every time we do, though, it... I don't know something. what's going to happen here today. So let me just start with this, guys. If you're uh, if you're just listening to audio and you can't see who's next to me, let me think about all the adjectives I want to use here. You always describe me so well. So like, we have a uh, a galactic alien queen, mm. profoundly divine human angel, the one and only Marcy Locke is here mm. with me. If for those of you guys that don't have context about Marcy Locke, be- <laughs> only because we you know we were like orbiting around each other um orbiting is a understatement for for a few years and and marcy's kind of on a little bit of her own journey right now uh so we get to pop in mm. not not nearly as much as we'd like to uh, but i've been global and i get to see you when i drop in here. for sure so um those who don't know that marcy is one of the most genius prolific uh i want to call her a coach but she's so many other things she's like a, a healer and transcended and masterful <laughs> in so many areas of psychology and mm. energetics and um, channeling and divinely guided. And I've seen this woman do some of the most incredible things, be with some of the most incredible things, things that most humans just, I don't know how they would be with it. Um, mm-hmm. So Marcy was a mentor for uh, both me and Elon for nearly a year and a half 
Mm-hmm. I have traveled the world with this woman. We have done some pretty <laughs> extraordinary things that would scare the pants off of most people. Um, That's why you were the one who chose in to follow me exactly, around the world. Most exactly. people were too scared. You don't, you don't find Marcy just for shits and giggles. Um, so I'm, I'm so honored to um, be sitting here. And usually our, our interviews are less of interviews and more like uh, ascended downloads. So right. I guess we'll find out what happens today. Yeah. Um, but welcome. It's so good to Aww. have you here. <laughs> I, sorry, I just want to touch you. I still, I still use our little. Um, do you remember this one? Just one little PV well, touch. I do it all the time. One little, one little PV, PV touch. touch. Do you, I tell you too. Do you want to like, touch our microphones touch. together and see if anything mm-hmm. happens? Oh, PV touch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I just know, one little PV touch. Yeah, and so we also have people tuning in on Facebook. So hi part guys, of, part of the Facebook crowd. Yay. So here we are. What did I call this thing? I said something about... I think um, you called it being human and ascending at the same time. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because you actually... We'll start here. Is that that's the compliment you gave me, right? Yeah. You said, Mars, you're actually... This is a compliment, but you look more human than ever. Yes. <laughs> it is a compliment. And I, and I have to say that because uh, a few years back, if I would have said that to somebody, I would have thought of it like a put down. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. ironic. You know... Um, yeah. Yelena and I have this example. We say, uh, you, you know how we make excuses for the things that we do? And we'll, we'll say like, oh, that's you're just being human or mm. that's so human. Yeah. So And, and that's usually meant in a derogatory way. as well. Yeah. And then we would say, well, you know, f- humans also run into burning buildings and save people. But yeah. why don't we say, well, that's just human right. <laughs> when right. that happens. That's why I say it's the holy human journey now. The, Instead the of I used to say, oh, journey. that's just my human shit. Now I actually call it my holy human journey because I realize being human is our holiest experience thank you so yes. so mm-hmm. for me this is always interesting because i feel like um if people who are kind of like at the apex of human evolution mm-hmm. there's like a frequency right like a music like a song that we're all listening to and mm-hmm. the music makes you dance in a particular way right mm-hmm. like we're always evolving how we're using our bodies and yeah. how we're using language and yeah. how we're thinking and how we're using energy um so here we are in this time period that suddenly everyone seems to be making this um not everyone but people who are paying attention and trying to read the manual are uh, seemingly having this new conversation that to me seems like it appeared out of nowhere in the last few years. Uh, You might hear people saying things like alignment, um, a lot more stuff about energetics, subtle energy, causal energy, um, non-dual, such and such. These are just like, you know, vernacular in the conversation. Um, But it's funny what seems to have come out of this period of time really is this like compliment to being human Mm -hmm. because suddenly we we just had this conversation right before we got on live. We finally decided to record. Now that we're chatting nonstop, (laughs) we should probably just hit the button um, is that we're kind of in this new, seemingly new period where for the first time we get to experience both awakened um, while embodiment, yeah, while an embodiment versus mm-hmm. trying to like transcend the human experience yes. all the time, it's actually like becoming more and more human. So yeah. uh, that's why for me, it's like um, suddenly that's a compliment. Where two, three years ago, yeah. I was just trying to fucking escape. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to get the hell out of here, get out of your body. Yeah, get, yeah, totally. Yeah. H- home was home was the stars. Home yeah. is the stars. Yeah, um, and it felt more comfortable to be there. Than exper- in your human body with all of its human feels. Yeah, the, the human experience is, is dense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think. It probably yeah. is not actually. It's probably very light. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're making it dense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been rather uncomfortable in my body all these years. Yeah. We, we were also we talking about, about that. that. Like just, um, you know, having like a placid look on your face and mm-hmm. looking very well put together and composed. Mm-hmm. But the inside is like rattling and shaking. Nervous system overwhelmed. Yeah, and nervous system overwhelmed. And, but I'll 
that also says a lot about how the chakra system is yeah, and energetics is moving. Ego, which your ego is actually your greatest partner. So it's a lot of the totally. things part of Yeah. So yeah, so that's a huge compliment today. Yeah. If I find someone being more human than most humans are humaning, then I find yeah. that to be exquisite. Well, I love that I mean, when, you, when you brought into context, it's like, as I think about, you said if you were, you would want to believe if you met Jesus in front of you, that he would actually be the most, of course, a most open, most human, you know, like the most, the frequency of divine, unconditional love, support, and acceptance. And yeah. so my, and I was like, well, actually, that's really my focus this last year is to been, if my my priority is always absolutely peace, if I am peace and I'm the relaxing into whatever I'm experiencing, always getting comfortable with everything that feels dis in discomfort, I'm comfortable with discomfort. That's been the journey mm-hmm. of our human to be comfortable with every emotion, every experience, etc. is to what I feel is calling forth in which you and Alon very much step into and exemplify as well is that we're, uh, you know, it's not about having it all in that we're not enough right now. It's about how do you, uh, how do you be at complete peace with your experience in that you're in right now. Mm-hmm. And that is the having it all because you are receiving all of it, all parts of you. So as a whole human, it's like, uh, you know, the micro to the macro, every single part of our cell is a, a, a view of the cosmos. And so if we're everything and every trait, are how, you know, our wholeness as a whole human is what brings wholeness to the planet. And so mm-hmm. what I've really felt called to this year was, how much more we're seeking people to stand as an example of unconditional self-acceptance, mm. radical self-acceptance, which means so well from as, as I lean into that journey of unconditional radical self-acceptance, then of course I can only also see self-acceptance in all things. And so that makes me feel like that is the, the human in embodiment is to say I'm so accepting of Every inch of me, going through your your body stories to your you know the the stories and programming around what it should look like, as we've talked about, like you know being coaches, where it's like I was the million dollar coach, yeah. and you know like what that looks like, like ah, oh, worthy of all the abundance, and also can I completely love myself and and just serve and and do what feels the most fulfilling for me and the most satisfying for me and what's calling me forth, what's n- the most nourishing for my soul. Yeah. And it actually has nothing to do with the numbers in the bank account, et cetera. So there's this this total embodiment, as you said, of of being so okay with all of our humanness yeah. and also at the same time be the frequency of all of our multidimensional capabilities and understanding to see the bigger view and perception that I am the frequency of love and that is all here. Yeah. So, so that brings up an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the la- uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, someone asked me this question and mm-hmm. I don't have an answer for it. And mm-hmm. I like that I don't have an answer for it. <laughs> uh, and he said, if you woke up tomorrow and there was nothing to achieve, yep. what would you do? Yeah. And I thought, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. And then I thought, have I ever done anything free of achievement? And yeah. I couldn't think of one example. Mm-hmm. Legitimately could not think of one example. So you mentioned service. And service, service as altruistic as it may be, mm-hmm. oftentimes is done despite oneself. I, I've actually served despite myself for a very yeah. long time because of the stories of sacrifice and yes. things of this nature. And those are like 
when finally facing the story as a sacrifice, you realize that yeah. you've basically been handing people things from an empty cup, right. which means you haven't been giving exactly. very much at all, yes. or at least not in an integrous type of way yeah. um, to you. Not like right. there was an integrity in giving and just an integrity in how you were giving. Right. And then, of course, like you give and you give and give, and then eventually the tab comes due and you're like, I, I've given, where's, where's mine? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, yeah. that's a, a good it indicator. from a low vibrational yeah, frequency. Good indicator that you're not you're truly giving. out of have to, right? Yeah, so you, you mentioned service yeah. kind of like... In a very different way. Without the million dollar coach identity <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. And, yeah. I, and I, 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 when I was down in the jungle of mm-hmm. Columbia. So the first time we went down to the jungles of Columbia to drink medicine um, with this beautiful family, uh, Marcy was my Sherpa down there. Um, so now I, I get to bring my people down there, which has been such a gift because mm. that place is like the Garden of Eden yep. and you open that up for us. What I got somewhat clear about down there is like that things get to shift right now, like service gets to shift. I actually started having ideas about like a, a new economy uh-huh. and we're moving in that direction anyway. If you yeah. think of like Uber and all these different things, like it, it won't be appropriate for people to own things mm-hmm. not too distant in the future anymore. Mm-hmm. We'll share mm-hmm. everything. So I was like, okay, well, you know, if, if, if one of the things that we got to share was like, we didn't need to share money. We just kind of actually like went, it'd be like old school, but new school way. Yeah. Like we would barter, Right, because mm-hmm. really the only thing that matters is our gifts. Yeah, like you said, what 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 is that I'm most inclined of? What is it I'm most passionate about? So I started thinking like, even the people right now that I pay for services, I'm like the best relationship would be both of us in our gifts all the time, right. sharing our gifts with each other, right. and then finding people who like you can have this because uh, it's all energy exchange. Yep. Money is just energy. It's exchange. all God's money, and it's yeah, all energy. Exactly, yes. money doesn't fucking exist. We're yeah. trying to measure something that's kind of ridiculous to measure. Mm. But I thought of this like energy exchange world. I was thinking, well, how would that look? But I started thinking even the people I work with right now, I want to start approaching them with like this like really beautiful energy exchange. Like you mm-hmm. say your gifts, I set my gifts. And mm-hmm. we look at how we could do that. And maybe money is involved as mm-hmm. part of it, but it doesn't have to be the only reason why we like meet and mm-hmm. how we measure the reason that we meet. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question out of all that is mm-hmm. – um, obviously a lot has changed this last year for you. Like mm-hmm. Marcy's been traveling the world, um, she, you know, stuff. Basically called to the next level of yeah. freedom, which was, yeah. So how would you define service now? Well, so what's, when you said if you woke up tomorrow and had nothing to do, et cetera, like what, what would you do? Mm-hmm. The first thing that came up for me is like, I would do what I'm doing, which was like I'm doing what I feel called to do. And so this was what I was called to, to go that next level was because you, you touched on how, um, service can be attached to, we have attachments, expectations, yep. it's a validation, it's an identity. I realized that there was all these things I was feeling calling, like wanting to come out of me or through me, like wanting to be open up and activated next level, you know, activating more of my gifts and yep. who I am and serving in the world. I do that slowly for quotation marks for whoever's on audio, yeah. serving <laughs> in the world was was actually just a identity same. for how I was validating who I was. Absolutely it was like, okay, me. well, I'm 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 a coach and a mentor, I'm a guide. I mean, you and Alon were my personal clients. Like, you know, take me take you guys all over the world. Do I mean it's all cool, awesome stuff that I was passionate about. Totally. Yet it was in a framework of this is my identity, this is what I get in return for it. So mm-hmm. sir, it was like there's definitely some uh, underlying attachments, expectations, validations. There's there's things there energetically that are saying I serve to receive this, mm-hmm. I serve to be this person. And as you touch on it, it's like this, um, you know, coming from where I was before, very much in the religion I was raised in, it was like as a mom, we sacrifice, we have to serve our children, we have to serve you know, the church, we have to serve these things. And it comes from 
so I'll look good in God's eyes, so I'll look good in my neighbor's eyes, so that I'm a good person in all these ideas and stories, right, which aren't coming from just a place of fulfillment and a place of, um, you know, um, a place of reverence, right? It's like a reverence to energy and that when I'm in what, what, when my energy is an absolute alignment, I would say, or an absolute, um, softness or just no attachments, no expectations. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? It's a containerless energy. What was, yeah, yeah. What does that even look like? Cause really most of us have never seen it or experienced it. And that's what I was, you know, you know, this, I keep getting called forth to being the, the next level human, the, the future human that brings these codes to yeah. the earth right now of what it looks like to be operating from a future human capacity where you say like we operate from a place of where we see everyone out of love and we share all things. Well, who's modeling that? And I get called to model some of these things or, or figure them out along the way or go my own journey for healing for the planet. And so what I was being called forth was let go of everything. And so that it was truly, there was no, there was nothing outside of me that I could be attached to, any expectations, any agenda, any validation, any identity. Could I be fully with all of me and only serve or only create from a place of my essence that was calling me forth? And so that was the journey I've been on since, when did I leave? A little over a year ago. Yeah. And so I called it my global citizen journey. And, uh-huh. and it was, it was, it was the name that kept dropping in was this journey of my aloneness, which I remember like the human part of me was like, well, why would I need to go do that? Because I yeah. love being alone. I've done all my self-love work, etc. And there was something there that was like, oh no, there's this calling forth for you. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot to that journey. Yet what I'll say is as I, as I got to, I, it, there was so many times I, I wanted to just step into that old identity and, and go, I'll just offer this, I'll create this, I'll give that. And everything in me was like, you can't learn to be a new frequency. You can't go back, you go try to go back to the old frequency. The it's like, I don't know how to talk that way. <laughs> how do I even, I don't know how to talk. Like yeah. Marcy Locke, it yeah. was Marcy Locke. It's like, now I'm Sundari actually, you know, mm. and there's, that's the spiritual name I received in, in the Himalayas, which is my soul's name. Beautiful. And so there's, there was this, for me, service became um, me just being the greatest, highest light that I could be. Mm. And what I realized also is it's, it's like in our, our journey of finding our identity. See, most people are trying to find their identity. Yeah. I'm literally telling people, I've been asked this question a couple of times just recently on stage in, in, in Utah. And they're asking about, you know, claim, they want to claim an identity. And of course we can see the, the value of going from a limiting belief identity. Like I'm not enough to saying like, yeah, I am a genius. I'm an expert or I am sure. a light being or whatever it is. And I've evolved to where the only thing that feels good is to say, I am, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Because I am mm-hmm. like um, God, self, source, consciousness, and so if I, when we we drop the story around, what is my purpose? What do I need to do? Which we could say is I'm I'm here to serve, right. and and yet we're serving based out of an idea that we need to give something In order to receive. and do something, because yeah. really our scared smaller self then feels worthy enough, and then there's an exchange of enough to receive mm-hmm. when truly. If I'm just sitting here in my vibration and frequency of of absolute adoration and love for myself and all of humanity, mm-hmm. I am spreading that frequency throughout the entire planet that I am serving the world by holding that field of frequency and, and exemplifying that new earth code. I would call that service, but it actually has nothing to do with me serving That's beautiful. outside. It actually is about 
fully in fulfillment and my whole service with myself yep. and all that I am, multidimensional, human. And by being <laughs> the brightest light, I am in service. So when I say I'm called to serve, meaning like this is what my soul is calling me forth to. This is what is the most nourishing pull for my soul that's uh, bringing me to the next evolution of my greater expression of this light and the more light that I become in every cell, subparticle, atom of my body through all the systems you talked about, causal, buddhic, emotional, physical body, everything, the more light I become, the more light I emit, which means more light I am exuding for the world and illuminating for the world. It also means I'm a bigger range and capacity to hold a field of light mm. for the world, which means I am just, I am in service to the greater new earth codes, new earth human that's existing so that's what I would call service. That's beautiful. What a yeah. fantastic answer. I, so no, I'm serious because because if you're if you're if you tracked all that, um, certainly like if your life is about effort and making it happen in order to use achievement, then that, that might be even difficult to swallow or listen to because it yeah. sounds like doing nothing is doing yeah. everything. And Which it kind went, of is. You went through that journey. I remember. T- totally. I used to get all my validation from coaching my clients right. and seeing them. And, and grant, granted, like that brings a lot of joy into my life, but yeah. it's not the source of my joy. Yeah. It's not how I source my value right. anymore. Like that, that. Thank you for that clarity for everyone. Self-served. Um, that, that, that was my. It's what, I have to mission. serve a client to be fulfilled sure. is, is not yeah. being in power of your own joy. Yes. With, with everybody now too, like I, with, with clients, I see that there's an appropriate time for someone to transpose their energy yeah. upon you, almost like give away a little bit of their power yeah. uh, because they need to like get a gap to see and then I'm very quick to be like you have to take your power back because mm-hmm. don't give it to me yeah. don't give it to anybody you mm-hmm. actually won't see what you get what you actually get to see mm-hmm. from there and sometimes you need to go a little outside to, to get an example of what it means to resource mm-hmm. oneself um, because I realized I had been giving from an empty cup for a long time. Yeah. That's part of my like merger pattern, whatever. This yeah. is all, all these things we teach our clients. And I find that there's many, 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 many people doing merger. Like it's yeah. a big, big, big pattern on our planet of just like trying to give all the time from yeah. nothing. You're so under resourced. So yeah. to, to take back that thing, like you said, go into isolation a mm-hmm. little bit. Funny enough, we were down in the jungle. I pulled two cards while we were down the angel cards for anybody who mm-hmm. appreciates them. Uh, the first one was isolation, mm-hmm. which is home for me, to be mm-hmm. honest. I Isolation is great for me. Like yeah. Everyone goes to sit in 10-day silent meditations and freaks out. I sit in 10-day silent meditation. I'm like, hello, Yay. Lord. It's been such a long time since <laughs> I've sat with you, and uh, you know now I'm good. Um, for me, it's actually like coming out and like yeah. joining humanity that's been more of the challenge of being like, all right, yeah, I'm a light worker. I'll raise my hand, and we'll do some light work together. <laughs> Um, but just back to the service point, I, I love the, it really is the definition of, of effortless service. Yeah. That being is the service. Yeah. And so it's like you're almost the, in most service relationships, there's a, someone you're serving, like a master that you're yeah. serving. And in this relationship, you're both the master and the server. Right. And that's it. And that's yeah. why I say in in my definition of an understanding of what I would use the human word for or the languaging system of service, which again, we can see it has all sorts of meanings for people, um, is, is that that brings out my greatest dharma. Meaning, because I get called forth in that, and so it's like... Define Dharma just for the So listeners. Dharma is your passion. Yeah. Dharma is your fulfillment. Dharma is like your specific gift. Mm-hmm. So as you step into what calls you forth, that is actually for your greatest and highest fulfillment and satisfaction, 
and, and you discover that and you be that, you're just fulfilling mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You're fulfilling your purpose, your passion, your dharma. And and so that's why in old India traditions and, you know, and a lot of stuff that I studied with enlightened masters when I was there was it like kept popping up where it was like, uh, you know, um, so I know that if I'm in service, I'm always taken care of because actually who am I taking care of? me because i'm i'm always in my my what's calling me forth for my journey here that right. i chose that is just bringing forth the next level of my understanding and my light and my my you know love and adoration for all that i am that can only then be transmuted to others and that then fulfills me mm-hmm. you know so it's like service is always um, the way that we find our greatest passion and so yet it's it comes from a very different energy it comes from the energy of the highest light and we could equate that if, if someone was like trying to wrap their their brain around that it's like if we say you know when we live in that place of serve and sacrifice out of an idea or story well hey we're, we're you know isn't humanness about helping other people and serving other people and doing that. And so we go, okay, well, I should do this and I have to do that. I need to do that. I should help these people. And it's coming from, again, uh, uh, like I'm afraid of what they're going to think. This is what the church says I should do. This is what, you know, my neighbors expect. This is the image I have, et cetera. So we do those things and it comes from a very low vibrational level of love. That's not actual love. It's Mm -hmm. literally low vibrational shitty love. It's like, let me, I'm doing this thing. Yeah, Yeah. because I have an expectation or I want you to think this thing about me. It comes from a manipulation energy. It comes from a scared self energy. It comes from a, I'm not enough and needing outside of myself, et cetera, energy. And yet when we come from this place of like fully honoring ourselves to be whole and complete and like do what feels good for me. And then I'm like, Ooh, yep. Like this is in alignment. You know, this feels good. I'll, I, I feel, yeah, I, I, I can say yes to this cause this feels good. Yep. Then it is actually giving the highest vibration of, of love. Mm-hmm. So calling that forth and, you know, um, so the, the journey of, of letting it all go for me to be completely with myself. Yeah. And it turned into my journey of aloneness became my journey with myself mm-hmm. as I realized, well, I'm with this. That's right. I mean, I love this. This is really God. Yeah, I like to shake my shoulders is, when I think I about mean, myself. Who else would I want to be with? Sure. Yeah. And, um, oh, just real quick. Osho, yeah. Osho makes a really beautiful distinction of, um, there's a big difference between, um, aloneness and, and loneliness. Yes. Yeah. So, like, the loneliness is like the shadowy and the lo- yeah. aloneness could be. Very powerful and yeah. very inspiring and very creative. Oh, it taught me and the most the amazing things. Yeah. It, it helped me find and discover all the deep imprinting multi-generationally, even in my epigenet- epigenetics and mm. my DNA from generations. Wow. Of that alone meant I was going to be attacked, abused, yep. lost, and die. Right to death. Yep. And That's why I find aloneness is tied to. It's like your body just goes into, you're basically dealing with yeah. your life or death situation. And, yep. and at the level of um, you know, lifestyle that I created, you knew I, you know, obviously we had the magical manifestation mansion. I got to let go of, got to let my kids that were full time with me, um, you know, move to to be with their dad Mm -hmm. for the first time ever, you know, 12 and 14 years old. And just all the things I was called to completely let go of retreats, masterminds, Mm -hmm. clients, et cetera. Everything, um, was to be fully with myself with nothing outside Mm. of me as a, a, you know, an attachment. Fully resourced. Fully. And, and, and yeah. there was such a beautiful journey in that. And then to then what came was a whole nother level. Even though we teach these concepts, it's sure. like, click, new code drops That's in, right. new frequency, embodiment at another level, which we both witnessed each other go through. Yeah. Like so many levels and activations yeah. of... of Co- cosmic, cosmic, <laughs> cosmic centric evolution. Yes, yeah. yes. And... Um, and it was this whole other level of embodiment that I would have never even known was possible for me to experience mm. of 
a luscious love affair with myself, mm. falling in love with myself, every inch of me, the divine union of the sacred masculine and feminine within me. So like in full divine union with myself, I could therefore see divine union beloveds everywhere, mm. everything. And in, when I was in India, reminds me of, um, I mean, this goes a whole nother direction, which you know is sure. always going to okay. happen. Yep. Um, yeah, I was in India and um, I felt I got... You know, I there with with the the how beautifully uh, the the money system works. I literally was like, I can feed all the homeless people every day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I and and they are kind of against it. And and I just for me, it felt really called to do whatever I could. And I there's this, this blind woman that I was just drawn to, and I was like, how is she surviving? Because she's all the other ones can beg and they can see you, etc. She she literally can't yeah. see anyone walking by, nothing. And I just got called to this woman, and I literally had this download and this understanding that I was like, like, I'm like, I'm, I met my beloved in mm. India. This old woman was my beloved. And it, from the point of, I had just gone through all this in, in depth, I took myself through some ceremony and some activation. And that's when I had this came to complete neutrality with every human, every experience, complete, like divine union, beloved everywhere. And realized I was like, I, this woman is my beloved. And I started to see everyone as my beloved. Yet what I had this inkling to and this knowledge of is, was like, just as she's here, because I, I felt this strong call to make sure she was taken care of and getting gotten off the street. Not just, I'm here for a week and I'm just going to sure. feed you all week. It was like, what, how, like I felt this soul's code, the soul's um, mm. contract and connection to make sure that I did more than the average person would do. And so I ended up finding a way that she would get put into a home and, mm. and assisted with that. But I, I had this feeling of like, you know what, just as much as I'm here right now giving her food and she's literally blind and on the street and can barely take care of herself, she once at one point could have been my beloved that stepped into my world when I was I was, uh, you know, crippled and Absolutely. on the street and she, she had that contract for me to show up for me mm. and support me in, in, in being able to step beyond that. And it just was like, you know, seeing the world through those eyes where everything is divine yeah. and beautiful and love. And that's that part of like, this feels good. There's a reason there's a greater, that fulfilled me so much mm. because it was like a soul contract. And through my journey all over the world, what I found was like, as the universe just, I mean, it was surrender moment by moment. It was like, I got called to um, Kona Island and was like, cool, you're meant to activate codes here and do some root chakra work on the, the volcanic yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. stuff. Literally, and I had the place for like 10 days. And then the next day, it's like, Kauai, Kauai, Kauai. Yeah. You're supposed to go to Kauai. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just landed here. Okay. And I jump over to Kauai and find out a hurricane's on the way. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why, if, if I'm so tapped in, why did I end up in Thailand? Right. Like, why, is, why am I in Kauai right now? And the universe and spirit was like, because you're here to to hold the field and, and do the healing work here. And what I found was for myself, I got to be in the place where it would bring up for me aloneness. I'm not safe. Yep. So it's like my own healing work was present, which also did healing work for the planet. And what was funny was as it all filtered out, so Kauai was where the, the hurricane was going to hit the most. And it brought up all this stuff for me, which was beautiful. <laughs> by the end of when it actually hit, and then I'll jump back to India, by the end of when it actually hit, the place it died down, barely hit quite where it hit the hardest was I was in, I was originally on a glass house in a glass house, literally on the volcanic rock, right on the ocean. Shit. That's exactly where it hammered. Shit. I'm like, thank you universe. Yeah. So there's this trusting, right. Of like moment by moment Always safe. of, of, of surrendering and knowing, yeah, like I'm actually 
always taking care of. The universe is always holding me, taking care of all the details. My, my higher universal plan of my oversouls, et cetera, have planned out every single interaction and every single experience. Mm. So when I come from that place, again, everything is, is, everything is perfect. Yeah. Everything is met divine. Met with a loving embrace. Yeah, yeah, met with a loving embrace and through all of our, oh, wow, this feels intense. Yep. And this is all of it, you know? So Life I is mean, fucking intense. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you, you brought that, or, you know, where you, you, you took that before I veered off into a whole bunch of different fun places, yeah. was, um, you know, that the, the beingness and the doingness. And people have a really, like, huh? how, do, how does that work? And I remember when this really dropped in for you, I remember, I don't, I don't know where I was traveling or I was at, but I remember we had a coaching call, me, you, and Alon, and, mm. and it was like you finally got it that you were just supposed to be. In it. Yeah, and and then was. I remember right after you said, but Mars, how? Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed. My, my clients like, always do that too. I was like, did you catch what you just said? Yeah. And you're like, ah, there yeah. it is again. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to, how to do be, it. Yeah. How to do being. Yeah. Yeah. Doobie, doobie, do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I find that that's, um, it's always fun when you're a coach and you've done things a, a certain amount of times where you mm-hmm. realize the predictable nature of a human. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just one of those things. I find that beingness intensely, yeah. if you're looking at it, mm-hmm. you grapple with it for about four to six months mm-hmm. before the mind get, gives up some kind of attachment. And it it's realizes. like, wait a second, I could just sit here and do nothing. Yeah. And, and, because from a doing place yeah. of analyzing that, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and you freak out because again, life has been about achievement, mm-hmm. making things happen, working really hard, sacrificing yourself, and for as much as I I knew that that was going to be the rest of my life, and there was no even question about that. Yeah. So when the idea of not doing, even though it made like a lot of sense to me, yeah. I had like no practical usage whatsoever because it's not practical at all. Yeah, <laughs> like you have to sit and trust, but well, on, or, but it's like it's like you know, like you said. You, it's very hard to do when you don't love yourself. Yeah, because you don't trust yourself, and it's not mm. even trust that. It's like like trusting all of it, loving all of it that that it is being provided and shown yeah. to you and experienced the the perfect way. It could mm. not be any other way. And if you don't really have experience in like really trusting and living in that state, because it does feel like a free fall. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna try to grasp yeah. at straws and reach reach for the shoreline, so yeah. to speak, and try to get yourself out of what seems like drowning, even though you're really swimming. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, very yeah. beautiful. Well, I think you can bring I, this. I mean, because this is the shift I saw. Like, I got to work with you sure. in Milan, and I got to work with a lot of guys who were super successful. Yep, and they knew how to do, and they were doing it in like, I got to keep this up. I got to keep this up. I got it. There was like a level of force or fight that was there. And it was like learning to open up the feminine yep. and being in flow and trusting Actually that. Feeling and, and you yeah. can, when you break it down and you look at the practicality of it or try to bring practicality, the, the thing that I see can assist people is when they understand, you know, because if you were sitting here from outside view and they're just watching us going, so you're saying just to be, but yeah. there's no logic to it. And and so why would I do that? Other yeah. than you're, you're telling me to just, you know, it's, it's part of my ascension journey to like let go of everything and just mm-hmm. be okay being. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what's the, in this per, in this construct of consciousness, it, there's no appeal to that. And what, what, when we can understand is it's actually against our human nature. It's against our divine nature, our divine nature. The human stuff is what we were taught is that these programs that it's learned behavior that we, we, you know, we need to make something of ourselves and should be doing and accomplishing, et cetera, to validate that we're enough and that we're adding to society and et cetera. And it's all coming from a running around with your head cut off energy, a trying energy, a fighting energy. I'm scared. I'm not enough energy, which when you understand 
and you can see the bigger picture of energy that whatever you put energy into, you receive, you vibe, you manifest whatever you vibrate mm-hmm. when you can break that down to go, okay, so does it really make sense to, uh, you know, to do something from force and fight and struggle and, and, and the do energy, I got to get this done. I got to have the structure. I got to da instead of when you actually can sit with it and allow what drops in that was bigger than you ever could could have seen because you're in flow. So it's kind of like swimming upstream yep. or letting go and letting the stream take you, you down and down into this gorgeous lake pond moves you down around the You'll corner all over the to world this that way. massive yeah. island that is built directly like for you with yeah. all with all the sex toys. <laughs> no! Dildos everywhere. I say sex toys just because, you know, I've been traveling the world. That's right. And it was like, you know, the funny story I told you about how on that, you know, side note, as I was got called to let go of everything that had any attachments or expectations or anything outside of me that that created uh, like, I I love this thing. I have an attachment to this thing. I think I told you. I actually messaged you. We're so tight. Um, we we we, uh, um, we you had voxed me and was like, "Hey Mars, you know, I know you left. Just checking in." And I had just come out of the grocery store, and I'd only been there for like two days. Just before I left, I'd gotten initiated as a swami. I finished my priestess initiations. I got all these divine, no beautiful blessings. Right, yeah. this this next level of activation, and I got given this beautiful mala that represented being initiated as a swami. Mm. And and I'm in the grocery store, and I've been down to grab something and the mala got caught on my little um cart thing and it just shattered yeah and i literally in the like in the in the grocery store aisle i dropped and like everyone's speaking different language i'm on the floor i'm crying i'm pick i'm trying to pick up all the mala beads i was just like Mm -hmm. and i came out of the store then got your your vox like hey mars i just was feeling you always you always feel me always so, so funny. Um, and that night, I swear, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do some self-love in time yeah. because, you know, I'm just going to be with myself. And I like plugged in my, my, uh, my magic wand and it like fried out the circuits, fried out my magic wand, which I was two days into my journey yeah. and fried out all the, all the circuits in this little cottage I was up in, in the country yeah. at night. It you should so say fun. it slower so that people know that you're putting the magic wand in quotes. <laughs> The magic, magic wand, wand. <laughs> which I've upgraded from, from the sex island yeah. that you float to because you let go of everything. Yeah. yeah. But the, the funny thing was yeah. that that the moment that happened, I was like, no, like there was yeah. the the part of me that was like, are you kidding Cassandra. me? Cassandra. <laughs> Two days into my journey, and my sex toy just got destroyed. And then, then I I caught hilarious. it and was like. Yes, I was attached. I was. I can see it now. I was attached. Thank you, Lord, for the next yeah. lesson. Yeah. So as, as we, as we, what I mean by you, you know, you get taken to the island that was has everything that you desire yes. and all of like your greatest fulfillment to be found. Mm-hmm. That you you wouldn't have even known was there because you're trying to swim upstream because where you have to go. So we can bring some understanding to it. And there's this, as you experience it, it's like you and I have experienced that. It's like, wow, I I, I can't go back to fighting anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, like that doesn't feel good. And so it's surrendering to deeper and deeper levels of knowing if I am a divine being, like I am literally a magical divine being that is light and I'm worthy of everything. I'm literally a sovereign master creator that based on what I choose to think and feel and see, mm-hmm. et cetera, I can, I can experience whatever I want. Where would there ever be a story that if just sitting here being is not enough? Is not enough? Yeah. And that's why you look at these, you know, gurus in India and all over the world where there's like, they're being, Sitting and around. this is where I said, mm-hmm. their frequency alone and their embodiment of that level of self-love and love for humanity, and they're literally just holding a field of love. If someone could ask them any question, bring anything to them, and it's just pure divine love, mm-hmm. that shifts the planet. Riding the Akashic yeah. from your seat. 
Right. Yeah. So, so I want to, if I can give uh, some malleability to some of you guys listening about this, because uh, I, I read a case study and I thought I put it together so beautifully, like how this all works. Because <laughs> science is actually c- catching on to this idea that there's yeah. like a storehouse of information that can't the be seen. Field. Yeah, exactly. Quantum field and spiritual circles, like it's called the Akashic. Yep. And, um, so I read this case study and, it, it, and, and I'm fi- finding myself saying it a lot because I, I love the picture of it. Uh-huh. So, uh, a few things like... Um, do you listen to Chiron channel ever? Yeah, I really have heard beautiful. Chiron. Yep. Okay, I won't go into that because yep. that's a whole other conversation. Maybe <laughs> we'll come back to that one. But um, so there was this case study I read where you'll have like all these uh, labs around the planet trying to synthesize a protein of some kind, like you mm-hmm. know pharmaceutical labs trying mm-hmm. to synthesize a protein. When they figure out how protein synthesize, the protein bends like a piece of paper, like folds, 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 folds. And the funny part about the protein is it always folds exactly the same way. That's what makes it that protein. Yeah. Now, when they try to figure out what's giving it the instructions to fold that way, they used to think that was the DNA. Mm-hmm. But the DNA doesn't have any blueprints in it at all, mm-hmm. which is really good news for all of us because that means none of us are locked into yes. any particular thing like they thought that we used to be. Yeah. And, and our understanding of DNA is changing very rapidly yeah. now. And so... That's kind of the thing. So even science theorizes that there is a field in which the energy and information is stored Mm -hmm. and that they're sort of pulling it out of the field and that's what's giving the protein this information to fold it this particular way. So here's what's really interesting about all this. So you'll have like let's say 10 different labs around the planet all trying to figure out how to synthesize this protein. Mm. And when one remembers it, because it's really not being discovered, how can we discover anything that's not already God, right? So it can only be a remembrance. Um, (laughs) So so once one lab remembers how to synthesize the protein Mm -hmm. within a short period of time, all the labs, independently of each other, without any communication sent between them, will all figure out how to synthesize that. So what does that tell you about this Akashic record, this storehouse of information, is that once something is remembered, by the way, we see this with extreme sport athletes all the time. Bannister breaks a four-minute mile. Within a few years, 12-year-old boys are doing it. Um, Same thing with, like, you know, uh, Tony Hawk doing a 900 on a skateboard. Within a few years, everyone's doing it. The moment it's seen... Remembered, yes. It's seen the Akashic has the information. So what means is, like, when the people who are sitting at the apex, the precipice of any evolution, whether it's physical, spiritual, energetic, food, nutrition, it doesn't really matter. The people who are right at the apex of evolution, which I believe is the work that we're doing, is Mm -hmm. right at that apex of evolution or what these swamis and gurus are sitting there doing, uh, doing if you call it that, so to speak, is their their, their beingness is literally uh, writing new grooves, remembering energy into the Akashic, and then it becomes more, call it bioavailable for the entire planet. So literally by by being your work, I was going to say doing, but by being your work, yep. by feeling new frequencies, by allowing for things to move through your system, by allowing yourself to evolve, by allowing, by allowing, by allowing, by allowing, you're essentially writing the code for the future of all humanity. Yeah. So when you see those gurus who are old and sitting there in like what looks like diapers with like you know long hair, they're literally writing the code for the evolutionary, um, you know, uh, way that really we're all going to be spiritually, mentally, yep. physically, emotionally, and really what becomes available. That's amazing. <laughs> and we all also yeah. have the, the ancient wisdom within our bodies. Yeah. Like we have learned, you know, we've from the time we're, we're born and, you know, the programs that we have and the, the collective conditioning, we shut down all the ancient wisdom coming forth within our bodies, awakening all of the DNA that we have. We, again, you, you tapped in the Kashuk record. We have the quantum field to know that the information is always there and available. Yes. I was actually just talking uh, about this prior to coming here was just that, uh, you know, it's like tapping into the quantum field. In fact, um, as we talked about, I, I told you um, 
how uh, after our experience in Colombia, I believe, was when, well, no, it might have been the time before when I took my boys. I took my mm. boys to do Aya when they were nine and 12 years yep. old. And um, so it was the year before you, I took you and Alon and, and the group of people. But um, when I went back and did it with my boys, um, I, I, was, I was down in the Maloka having this like, you know, still an experience. And all of a sudden I was like, where are my boys? And I asked, I just asked mm-hmm. for the information in the quantum field. And I saw this vision of them sitting up in the kitchen, Dania Marta yep. and Carolina, they were being fed and they were talking and I saw what they were eating. I saw their, I heard their conversation and I was like, okay, they're good. And I went back into my experience. Yeah. Then a couple hours later, cause you know how deep I go with medicine. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, a couple hours meaning like a couple of months later in, yeah, my, in my experience. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 again, I was like, where are my boys? Right. Cause it was like, now it was dark down there and I'm like, you know, and I was, um, um, and then I saw them, they were in, you know, our, where we were staying and they were on the bed and they were talking and, and I just heard the whole comment. Okay, cool. They're good. So then when I came out of the, the sacred space and the sacred grounds and, and, you know, was sitting in the kitchen with my boys and, and, um, and they were, uh, yeah, I, something showed up where they, they asked me, um, or I said, yeah, 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 I know. I said, I know. And they're like, how do you, I asked, you know, they said something about their experience. And I said, I know that. And I said, how do you know? And I said, well, Earlier, I, I, you were sitting here, you were eating this, right. you said that, da, 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 and they were like, their jaws just dropped. Sure. They're like, mom, are you psychic? And at the time, I said, no, I'm not psychic. I just asked right. the quantum field and I received the information. Now I know that, of course, I am psychic yes. because we all have the ability to open up these multidimensional capabilities yeah. in our DNA. And I've awakened my third eye and decalcified my pineal gland. You have a dick in your brain. I mean, we could go brain. into that. That was like our very first How many times do I got to tell you people about the dick in my brain? <laughs> I think I'm the only yeah. one who brings it up yeah, no, no, because I know every... I, I recently know. told some people about it. Once you're like opening me again, I'm like, we're going to be oh, yeah. about the dick Marcy's in my brain got, soon. Marcy knows about yeah, my dick in my I'm brain. Like, I'm like, how did I get that dick in my Bing. brain? Yeah, I got to remember. Vipassana yeah. is when you discovered it. Yeah, so it's like I, I recognize now, of course, I I have these capabilities, sure. but at the time, even back then, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I saw it only as I asked the quantum field and the information's there. It's available to yep. us. So it's like about everything. So when we start to also ask the right questions, mm-hmm. you know, and then we, we, you know, um, I did a training recently that channeled through me for my, my best life tribe where I was like, you know, it's like we ask the questions and we, we tend to ask questions that are structural based, masculine based right. that are Linear. about, yeah. And that are also about you know, success-based, validation-based, et cetera. And it's like, what do I need to do? What's this going to look like? How do I think it through? How do I plan? And like, instead of the questions of like, you know, what is, what is, what is the most, you know, yearning to my soul? Like, what is the most fulfilling to my soul? What would bring me the greatest joy? Like, how do I want to feel? How would, how do I want other people to feel around me by what I'm, what I'm exuding in frequency? When we begin to ask things that actually are tapping into Akashic Records, Quantum Field, you know, our, our DNA awakening and that we can literally command and demand this, the, the, the awakening of these DNAs and the imprinting within ourselves to be light and to utilize the Ascended Masters and all the things that we have that are right there available to us that we just haven't seen. And it's kind of just like, you know, like sun gazing. We know sure. what sun gazing can do for you, but most people, the, when I first understood sun gazing, I found it hilarious that I'd go to the beach to sun gaze and I'd be using this portal and this 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 experience and I'd see all these people just walking along the beach walking yeah. past and it was like they have no idea mm. oh my god yeah. they have no idea that it's right, it's there. right there and they at this time they can utilize this for this information into you. and it was like it represented awakening it represented you know uh, if you will that you talked about awakening and growing up 
where we talked about it prior, yeah. like the combination of that, of like yeah. what's actually available to us that most people are walking around and don't know. So you don't know that you have all this ability to flow with life. Dis-ease, dysfunction is out of ease with life. Yep. To, to bring that up because, because we're out of flow. So if you think about, the, you know, we're so shut down in our systems, that's why the, a, a nervous system, an overactive nervous system, an overwhelmed nervous system is what you would say is we've labeled as ego. Right. But it's just us not relaxed mm -hmm. into our system, into our beingness, into the full the full experience of our human vessel and all the emotions it gets to feel and experience it gets to feel as well as the full connection to all that we are beyond this vessel. I uh, while you're talking, I realize well I've had a lot of things. Come <laughs> of uh, course, the first is like I keep getting this image of like you know uh, imagine like a company or like a small tribe of a bunch of satisfied people mm -hmm. like a satis like satisfied customers, mm -hmm. but if like everybody was satisfied, like what kind of world would that be, or what kind of school would that be, or what kind yeah. of household would that be? Yeah. We're not satisfied, but we're not satisfied because we're not doing what satisfies us. Mm -hmm. We're not being right. what satisfies us. Right. Um, the other thing that started coming through. Um, a lot of things came through. Um, <clears throat> so I just want to give a few more examples of what you said about like the pineal... Um, pineal gland. Yeah, mm -hmm. pineal gland uh, mm -hmm. decalcified and whatnot. We're down in the jungle and th this happens to me a lot too. I get mm -hmm. extremely psychic. Mm -hmm. But we had this kind of ongoing joke. One of my clients had done about 40 ceremonies before he'd come down to Columbia. Mm -hmm. And just for those guys who are interested in, in coming with us, like after day one, he said, this is the most incredible right. experience of my entire life. Well, you were like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Marcy, I've done, I've done this. all these different yeah. ways. I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, because here you bring up something that lets you connect to the field in such a strong way. When yeah. you add structure to it, you actually almost like shrink the beam of energy that could come mm -hmm. through versus just kind of like sitting there and expanding it to yes. what it could do. Yes. So it's like the unstructuredness gives it structure in a weird way. Yeah. Um, well, the ongoing joke was we would like a group of us would just call him. Yeah. And then he would show up in under 10 minutes. Uh -huh. So we got, we had this like running joke the whole time. We're like, we'll see you in 10 minutes. Uh -huh. uh, like no matter when he would go and he would just like randomly show up. Like he'd be like, I'm gone for the night or I'm going to go to bed. We'd be like, can we need him for something? And we just, his name is Rich. We'd be like, Rich. And yeah. like Rich would just show up within 10 right. minutes every time. Mm -hmm. So on the last day, I watch Rich walking out of the forest with this bamboo stick. Mm -hmm. And I immediately know. I'm like, oh shit, that's not a bamboo stick. I'm like, it chose him. It's an entity. Like, it's an energy field. Yeah. I'm like, it chose him. And it wasn't quite clear what it was, but I knew that it chose him. Yeah. And I'm watching him walk away, and I start getting images of how he's supposed to use it to amplify his own field. Yeah. And then, and the stick tells me, my name is Daniel. Like, uh -huh. just like that. Yeah. So I yell to him, I'm like, I'm like, it's Daniel. Like that. Uh -huh. Like, in my fucking, you know, experience. Yeah. It's Daniel. And I see that he didn't hear me, so I try to say it again. I'm like, it's Daniel. Still doesn't hear me. So the next day, I see him walking around with it again. And I said, did you hear what I said yesterday? Because yeah. I, I was like compelled to tell him. Yeah. I'm like, I got to tell you. I'm like, the stick is not a fucking stick. I kept telling yeah. him, I'm like, do not leave it here. It's supposed to go home with you. I'm like, yeah. I know it's weird. Take it home with you. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, da, da, da. And he tell him again. I'm like, no, I'm like, it chose you. I'm like, it's name is Daniel. And he looks at me like this. He goes, why did you say that name? I said, I didn't say that name. It told me its name. Yeah. And he goes, do you know what my middle name is? I said, no. He goes, my middle name is Daniel. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are the chances of that? Yeah, you know? So then so then you start taking what I was saying a little bit more seriously. Uh -huh. I started getting yeah. like, like Marcy a lot of downloads Super for people, in. very mm -hmm. tapped in for people. Yep. Um, so it was very interesting. And there was one other thing. Yeah, I I I find myself the more I let go, the mm -hmm. more trust there is, the more the silly things that come into your experience that seem like are trivial, suddenly you get a a, almost like a feeling of truth within your body. Yeah. Ooh, see? Check that out. And yeah, God said, let there be light. 
was waiting for that time. That was epic. So yeah, I you know now I have found that once you get past those questions of yeah. how much how do I be how do I be how do I be how do I be what you're really asking is. Um, you haven't felt your alignment yet. Mm. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes along with this too. It's like, I feel like I was just born. Yeah. And here's the reason why. Yeah. I have lived in this body, in this body, multiple lifetimes. Yeah. I kind of had this uh, this premonition that we keep thinking like, oh, this body one lifetime. Bullshit. But mm-hmm. like, you know how many lifetimes I've lived in this freaking body? Like five or six that I can count right now of seriously transitional places where I don't recognize the person that was there before. Mm. So if I don't recognize the person before, maybe I'm in the same meat suit, which is ever evolving, ever changing, constantly looking different. Even this meat suit, I've already experienced five or six lifetimes. My point is though, this year was the first time I can authentically say this, that I, um, what Andrew calls relaxed connection with another human being. I've never experienced that before. I've experienced connection before, but not relaxed, open-hearted, authentic connection with another human being. (sighs) With just, yeah, exactly. Breathe into that. that Yeah. And I can go back there. And, and experience it with people, mm. and I realize that that is the medicine. That is. That is the medicine, and I and I think we all long for that. So for me, it's like I'm about a year old yeah. with even experiencing any sort of real right. human relaxed connection with somebody else. So I'm like, what have I been doing the last few years? Hiding, scared, yeah, nervous, anxious, yeah. all all the things. Like I haven't really been here. Well, we haven't actually sparse moments of being here. Yeah, I, I I say that like was as I do different ceremonies and activations, different things. There's been a calling in the divine imprinting of unconditional love. Yes, because we actually, even as we like you said, you could say you've experienced love throughout your life, but it's been love based on our human yeah. experience, you know, with attachments, expectations, conditionality, all the things that we've had. Yeah. So, have we truly ever experienced? absolute divine unconditional love, absolute, you know, radical self and acceptance for all people. Mm -hmm. Have we ever experienced absolute peace? Mm. You know, and it's Sadhu Guru who says, um, you know, we put, (laughs) we put peace as our last priority. And it's like, well, really, if I'm not at peace, I can't even, I couldn't sit here and enjoy a conversation. I couldn't sit and enjoy a meal. And you think about it, most people, how do you sit and eat? It's like hurry and shovel the food in or, you know, it just, it's like whatever, whatever it's, it's a, it's a thing to do. Yeah. Is it relaxed? I mean, and so there's this been this whole other level of of discovery and embodiment. So it is, it's like we become more and more reborn the more we become remembered because mm-hmm. we actually, so going back to even force or flow, it's like we actually are starting to operate from our divinity, our natural state, which is to be just here in like this moment in curiosity and wonderment and, and excitement and just play and in pleasure and, and allowing there to be uh, an upgraded frequency or experience of relaxing. Yeah into everything, being fully with everything, presence. And most of us can't even be present with our breath. Our breath is very high pitch and da 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 da, da. And that's, again, a, a reflection of the overstimulated nervous system, which you would just call ego, instead sure. of I'm actually relaxed and I'm fully in, you know, relaxed. So I love that you phrase it or bring it in that way that it's like, we're actually have never, we're, we're experiencing life anew. Yeah. And we've seen, because we both have now, you know, um, I, I had obviously got to, to take you to Columbia now that with you guys taking people as well and that being a part of what we, we share with people. Sure. 
is sacrament, sacred sacrament, and these earth elements that are intelligence that know how exactly to bring yeah. forth within our systems what is there that gets to be revealed, healed, and loved, and to you know reconnect to God, source, consciousness, and all that. And um, in in seeing that beautiful journey, there's in my retreat that I just had when I saw you last here in California. Um, uh, I saw this individual also when I was in Utah and he was like, he literally claimed it as he's like, I, I'm reborn. Like I'm reborn. Like I'm, I'm two days old now, Yes, you know? And, and when I saw him, he's like, I'm only two weeks old now. And he's like, and every single day it's like, I remember we were having this experience and I was like Mm. experiencing food and like every single bite. So my new language that comes through, like you could call it alien language is actually my natural language is orgasm noises. Yeah. Because I'm like literally every bite of food, I'm so in sensuality and pleasure mm-hmm. and being with, I would like take a bite of food and I literally be with it for like five minutes. I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm just like, wow. And just in, in, in taking in yeah. all the resources that created this food and like just feeling it in my system. And so it's like, can you experience everything with that level of seeing the good, the God, the magic, the miracles, the abundance mm-hmm. of it, the, the all that it is, That's like right. every particle, cell, subparticle, every bit of its creation and all the things that came together. And we're, 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 this is just what we're experiencing as we're eating, you know? And, and I remember he actually standing in front of me, he's like, he was like, I'm just watching Marcy and I'm taking in new like I'm literally my brain's trying to reconfigure to like that's actually what's possible being human yes I can actually experience the human experience through that like in that way it it can be a completely different you know construct and or reframe or whatever than whatever I ever took on before that I can have a luscious orgasmic experience with food and like every bite and be in that much appreciation and for every touch and every interaction with people and everything. And this is what I mean by just in fulfillment, right? right? And that we're in, we're in such fulfillment that there's nothing actually missing or lacking. If I can be in that much bliss and joy, my, the VIP client (laughs) I did the other day in Utah, we, 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 you know, we did, um, through our journey, it's like whatever came through and we ended up, what we had in the house was like, there was some tomato soup and some strawberries. So we had like, we, you know, tomato soup and strawberries. And when she was like, I never knew tomato soup could be so good. <laughs> it's like, it's like, when you're present, it's yeah, yeah, the simplicity, mm. the, the, all the things that we add to everything, the layers we add to everything, the, the stories, the challenge, the hardship, the frequency, the ideas, etc. And really it can be as simple as us, you know, loving each of those layers and falling back into and relaxing with each one. And then it's okay for that layer, that feeling to exist. Can we really be all of that? And that is just being, being with all of it. Usually when I share about you to other people, I say, you just have to be around her. You know, like she could talk and it's going to be mesmerizing and she'll do all her things and you might like her or dislike her. You might think right. she's talking too fast. You might think she's cursing too much. You might be talking about her pussy too much. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? She'll do all the things, you know? But like, you know, the, I always say, but watching you be you was probably like the best lesson of being around you was just yeah. watching you, how you operate. Uh, I, I've said this many times before and I'll, I have no problem saying it again, you're one of the highest integrity people I've mm. ever met and you you live it. And, mm. I, and, I, and I believe I am a very high integrity person. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying it's a fucking competition by any stretch. Yeah. Um, but I, I know how you live and I like when Marcy says she, she flows with life, I, I've never seen anybody else do it with more mm. grace. And that's like the 
one of the biggest compliments I could give another human being mm-hmm. slash alien slash goddess <laughs> slash Galactic, G and know, all the rest of yeah. it, right? Um, oh, thank you, slash, 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 yeah. And I, I receive and that. I, and I truly mean mm, that, yeah. I, I truly mean that. I appreciate that and I receive that. And thank you. And because I do find that's the codes. Like that, you're watching someone receive from the Akashic be the you know be the be those things. I feel like I'm I'm that for my yeah. clients as well. Yeah, and you know something I certainly learned from you about being in Colombia was self expression. Uh, <laughs> won't, won't get into the whole why of that, but um, you know just like just like bigger than bigger than what we imagine it gets to be. And when I got down there, I'm sure there's actually a client of mine listening here. She could probably chime in. Mm. You know, like uh, I find myself freeing up in new ways, and I actually feel like that's what I came back with yet. Like yeah. uh, this not yet. What I came back with from this experience, we were just down in the jungle for a week and jungle in the week is like six months of, of, yeah. of I forget it. It's like decades worth We of equate work. it to doing yeah. a week of that work is that play, that discovery is like doing 20 years of normal I feel that. surface sure. processing sure. kind of what the conscious, most people would do as a conscious work. Yeah. We do in I week. estimate about 20 to 30 yeah. years of therapy. That's been my experience every per, time. People are ceremony. like, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, and and that's just like the mental aspect of it. Forget the energies and frequencies right. that come it's through just, that are lifetimes worth of gener- generations yeah. and that's just trying to put a trying to put some impossible. sort of framework on it. Yes, impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I feel so upgraded. I came back with anxiety, mm-hmm. not because I was scared of the world, because my heart felt so open. There was so much moving through that yes. my nervous system mm. actually didn't know what to do with it. So then I, I found old patterns, mm. just trying to come in to try to deal with the anxiety, like yeah. the sadness and the anger that really, I have just found there's been sadness in me for a very long time yeah. and, and it, and the protector showed up as anger. Yeah. So I was always working on the anger instead of working on the sadness, you know? Um, and, and I kind of find that that's true now for everybody. Like you said, aloneness is really tied to death. You know, like why is it that the worst thing we do in prison to people is put them, put them alone and in solitude. Yeah, solitary yeah. is the worst thing you could do because yeah. you're facing your own mortality in there because yeah. humans, we need connection. Yeah. And the thing is, we what we think we need is connection. What we're really yeah. looking for is restful connection. Yeah. And we don't get that. It's like we're, we're in connection while our nervous system is overactive, like you kind of pointed to. Um, and that that is really troubling for many of us because we're like, hey, I'm doing all the things that feel so natural mm-hmm. to me, which is connecting with people. And then you find yourself out with people and then you feel drained and under-resourced. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, because it wasn't restful. Everyone's nervous systems are freaking mm-hmm. out and trying to manipulate other nervous systems yeah. to try to get their needs back. They and have well, an attachment. Yeah. Right? They have a, like, I got to show up you. Yeah, I need this you for way. something. Yeah. Exactly. And you got to see me this way and I got to yeah. receive love this way and all these freaking crazy rules. And you were talking, and you know, it's funny when I'm around you, I always notice like language things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you said, um, conditional love mm-hmm. and, and it's funny cause that's like love with conditions, but yep. the, the reality is we're conditioned to believe about love a certain way. Yep. Like there is a conditioning of yep. which love is seen through a certain lens on this planet. Yep. And it's such a small lens. It is. Well, cause love is the most natural thing that exists. Cause yeah. love is all things and love is creation energy, which created sure. all things. And yet when we, we, we have been, um, domesticated, yeah. we've been domesticated. I remember doing a whole show on this. Um, and Gavin, the great was in a little mm-hmm. bit of it with me of, of just that we become domesticated to see love through it. If, and when, yep. if you do that, then I'll love you. When that happens, then I'm enough, etc. Like love, love myself. It is based off of a conditionality. Yeah. Yeah, so you really, um, it's it's like even uh, us getting to hang out. I mean, there's like, you know, 
what did I say when I got in here? I was like, I just, I could just sit here and just be with you. You had a couple of things to focus on from it. I was like, babes, I'm so happy to yeah. just be with you. There's no attachment, no expectation, no agenda. And we ended up mm. just deciding to turn this on because it just was like, it felt good. Yeah. We were just like chatting away and we, we, we go super deep and all over the place and, mm-hmm. and, um, and it felt good. There's no, there's no need. There's no have tos. There's no shoulds. There's just simply like, holding a field of just like, and can you also allow yourself to be, uh, to choose to say yes to that, which feels good to you. That's right. So it's like, that is also a, a whole level of worthiness codes, luxury codes. When I, I taught a whole um, training the other day, they asked me to teach on money medicine. And I always laugh when it's funny when people want me to teach about money from being like million dollar coach and all these other things mm-hmm. was like, uh, it coming from a place of you know it has nothing to do with money yeah. it's it's all a reflection of your inability to receive right. and so coming from a place of just l- a whole other permission slip of loving yourself so much that you can relax into this place of being without anything to do or to say or to see or to be and be with the people that and so to call in like I only experience being with my divine besties my soul companions my allies of light who choose to live mm. and operate from this place and and I can hold that field for all the other individuals that experience me is that to be in a place of like, yeah, I mean, you said it earlier when you said someone might listen to me and I might trigger the fuck out of them and I might talk about my pussy and I might talk about orgasms or sex. I mean, coming from the journey I did, if someone heard that the context of like being raised Mormon, LDS, really strict religion where you couldn't even say the word masturbation. You were shamed sure. for wearing a, a, a tank top and like having sexual abuse and having all those things to go the journey. They actually, a guy called me the other day at this, as I, after our retreat, we were held to do a, we did a three-day ceremony with grandmother, grandfather, and Pachuma. And I, it's like I was called forth to express orgasmically, like, uh, which you saw in the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the jungles in mm-hmm. Colombia. And what, which called forth everyone to feel the freedom of their fullest expression right. to, to allow that level of sensuality in their system, pleasure in their system, like feeling their whole body activated with the universe, that level of connection and pleasure with the universe, which isn't just a through my pussy sure. or penis, you know, it's sure. not just through a private part that yeah. then I can feel this pleasure. It's actually a full body cosmic mm-hmm. expression. And I got called to be that, that literally I, I felt the whole room and the whole experience just, they up level to their, their greatest next experience expression with experience with experience then creates a new reference point. And after this, this, this gentleman said to me, I've never seen an orgasmethist before, I guess. And it was like a new word. He's like, I I feel like you're an orgasmethist. I'm like, well, that's actually, yeah. I was like, well, okay, that's, that's another one that you could call me, you know, add that to the the list of whatever you call me (laughs) yet. If, if someone might've understood coming from someone who might be triggered by that, um, and we know that obviously it's just a reflection sure. of what, what they get to heal and love within or allow their fullest expression or their fullest pleasure, et cetera. Yet when they can come from a place of going, oh, someone went the journey of shaming themselves for sex, not being worthy of, not, not worthy of pleasure, you know, all these stories and beliefs and, and all this, uh, you know, uh, insecurity with the masculine. And that's why I got called to do my own healing of healing with the divine feminine and masculine within that I could fully be in divine union from without. And that my entire world is like, I love the divine masculine. I'm so, I love being supported by the divine masculine and, and, and being in that space when they can go, Oh, someone with the journey, it's like someone who is overweight and they hate someone who's skinny. Yeah. But then when they go, oh, they were once overweight. And I remember when I first started as a body mind mentor on TV years ago, as you know, that I did that journey too. You know, I remember when people, when I shared my 
pictures of right after I had Sky or Gavin, I was like 70 pounds overweight. Yeah. Did you ever see those pictures? Uh, you've told me. Yeah. I don't think I've actually <laughs> oh my God. seen the post. They're so the sexy. Yeah. And <laughs> to go from that to I was shredded in 90 days. Yeah. And and when they, they said, I would have never believed you could have been that right. if I didn't see the pictures. And so it was another level I was called to vulnerability to share, but it came from standing in my my alignment with my body and honoring and loving my vessel and taking care of it as a, a level of self-love and a level of like seeing it as a divine temple came from the journey of fighting it, yeah. you know? And so no matter, it's, it's like being this full expression of ourselves, whether we trigger people or, you know, we, all of it that yeah. you were even just sharing, it's like, all of that is is to be all of who we are, to sure. be all of humanness. So, you know, that is that is the greatest thing that we can do for anyone is let go of all that and be all of it. No matter where you are, what level you are, I yeah. don't care if you're the most ascended master on the planet, there's distortions yes. at every single level because there's always yeah. a higher vantage point whether we've someone's experienced it yet or not. Right. And that, that will continue to happen. People will yeah. be greater than anything we've ever seen on this planet uh, many, many times over again, things that will... Awesome. Just as we always yeah, are, right? Show that the multidimensionality our, of yeah. things. And, and part of that is understanding, kind of giving yourself a break. Like, you know, uh, 2016 through 2018, I've been been in the best shape of my entire life. Found mm-hmm. it very easy to be there. Yeah. Um, my wife got pregnant. I am a very sensitive person. I took on a lot of her stuff with her. And, yeah. I, and I start having like a lot of her side effects. Suddenly I'm like holding on to some weight, you know, yeah. and like still working my ass off. So like, yeah. you know, all the, and then again, like starting to work my ass off, like eating the same way. And I, I've been sitting now for almost a year. So it was like last mm-hmm. April. Like we came back from this trip. I took these shots for um, my friend, Eric. He was actually on previous show that, mm-hmm. that, that's actually live right now or two, two shows ago. And uh, I took like model shots for him cause I'm mm-hmm. fucking shredded in this thing. And then suddenly I'm just like, not, you know, yeah. and it was this very interesting thing. So I've kind of been like dealing with that again. Cause it's like, yeah. hit, hit some part in my system. Some distortions come through. Yeah. Don't love yourself. System yeah. starts trying to protect itself, hold on to things. And now it's been this like young, like year long journey to like yeah. love myself even greater. So it doesn't mean like I don't right. love myself anymore. Like yeah. I stopped loving myself or whatever it is, but like something hit my system yeah. and like, there I go again. And, and it's not like I've gained massive amount. We're talking about like six to seven pounds, yeah, but like a year still- ago I would have been like, Right. And God said, too much. and then like in a day or two, it'd just be like shredded yeah. again. And now yeah. I'm like, I, I can't seem mm-hmm. to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Now I know well enough that it's not food. I know mm-hmm. well enough that it's not my workouts. I just mm-hmm. know that it's like something that I'm still working through my system. And you loving your, I mean, when the, the when you first said you look more human than ever, yeah. my human, my holy human thought was like, oh, am I, am I, am I chubbier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me check. Where's my APEC? And because you've seen, you you saw. I mean, we both went that journey. It's a radiance. Yeah, is really what it is. It's Mm. like uh, (laughs) it's funny though that my human thought would be like. I'm more human. Yeah, Am I chubbier? It's so funny, right? <laughs> but here's the thing: it's like it's like you're wearing less mask. Mm-hmm. Is the best way I can say it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think like you know whether you're a man or a woman, and it's like you're wearing makeup or not. Like yeah. I, I see people. Like uh, my sister-in-law has been yeah. doing um, landmark for like the last yeah. almost a year now, and it's like yeah. massive shifts. And I saw her, and yesterday I said, you know, you look different. And she goes, yeah. I'm not wearing makeup. Like that's where she went. And I'm yeah. like, that's not what I mean. Yeah. That's true, yeah. and that's not what I mean. Yeah. Right? It's like I could yeah. see. I could see like there's an energetic output. You feel it. Absolutely. I, I, I actually always sense it in people's, um, the frequency of their voice. Mm-hmm. I could feel like they go up an octave or down an octave and I'm like, oh, you're not, you don't sound How many the times same. have you told me that my voice has changed? I, it's one of my favorite things. So many. And you're it, like, Marsh, your voice it, has changed again. I'm like, oh, your voice changed. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I feel the same way now too. Yeah. 
Um, and it's fun because, you know, when you've shifted, it's like being a musician, just playing different musical yeah. notes. So I can find myself talking really, really fast. And, blah, 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 and then and I then, realize, okay, I'm out in the ethers. I'm playing yeah. in the field. I'm actually receiving because I speed up when I have uh, so much coming here. in. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm like, oh, it's on ground. Bring it back. I, like, come back into my system. And then yeah. there's a natural uh, syncopation and yeah. it slows down yeah. and I can start, you know, reorganizing from yeah. within. Even now, like before we had this conversation, Marcy came here and I was actually in the middle of something that like alarmed me mm -hmm. um, and it was like scaring my system. So I didn't want to start the interview in that state. Mm -hmm. I want to just like help my system Again, and like we let it go. We yeah. were like, we don't even have to. I was in like, oh, babe, I we just. I would have done it anyway. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had resource. And then now I yeah. have enough patience to be like, well, I'm going to feel through it first. And yeah, we just hung out. And we're going to hang out. I'm going to hang out with these parts. And even while we've been here, it's been really good medicine for me. Yeah. I just hung out with my system and let it move things through. And it's been great because yeah. I've actually received uh, a lot just because yeah. I'm always around you receiving. So, mm. um, you know, my tendency at this point in time would be to ask you what's next, but I know that that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> well, that's one thing I want to want to yeah. you know bring to context that you were bringing in was that, like you said, no matter where you're at in your journey, we're like the more that we continue to learn. You and I have been talking about how the more we've evolved and the more like the more sensitive we become. Yeah. Like the more I feel I everything, the more you know the and which is a gift for what I'm healing for the planet. I'm what I'm experiencing, totally. all these things. And so there's still even the fact that I just shared. Like again, it's like pure transparency. There's nothing to hide. There's nothing to prove. Mm. That that the first thought for me when you said and you said this is a compliment, Mars. You're you look more human than ever. Yeah. It's because we also go the journey of I went that journey of being like ripped and shredded all the time to then like I was questioning in India watching being with these gurus. Well, if if being in alignment and and you're you know loving yourself fully is taking care of your body, how does that work? And yeah. you, you get asked to drop all stories. That's right. Right. And that it actually has nothing to do with my body. So it's like, can we also then get in the space where it's like, I can love myself no matter what my body looks like, no matter what my bank account says, no matter what I'm experiencing and, and let go of any attachment outside of me for my, my peace and my joy and my fulfillment. And even I notice the same thing is like, I'm like, duh, 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 duh. there can be so many things I'm channeling in. And then I can go, oh, like, see, that can even be, there's so much I have to share. When I first started doing TV years ago, it was like, I talked. Just trying to get it all so out. fast because it was like I had so much to give to serve yeah. to serve to serve yeah. and see that's still coming from a place of of like I've got to prove or I've got it I've got to serve me, see me. instead yeah. of like you know just knowing if I just if I, if I actually uh, slow down and I can share what is here in the most present you feel the frequency yeah so as we're talking a lot of things that might, most some people might have no idea what we're talking about and never heard these words before. And yeah. what does that mean? I sometimes feel like, what do you mean by activation? What do you mean by yeah. codes? What are you talking about Reading. when you say these yeah. things? Mm -hmm. It's it, 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 the fact that we can feel a frequency, you know, and, and so we get to continue to have these, um, it, when you can feel what's what's happening underneath in your system, because on the surface, and especially when we become so good at, at, it becoming our norm and validating the stories. You know, it's like we can be holding the field and doing all these things and we think, oh, I'm totally bliss and peace and flow. But underneath there still be, can be some things running, like right. a program running of like, 
like, oh my gosh, it's got to look this way. And this makes me, again, those stories come in, which, you know, we're experiencing at the beginning. And it reminds me of, um, I remember uh, a conversation you and I and Alon had when you guys had a launch or something happening. And Alon was like, yeah, I did morning routine. I'm totally feeling awesome. I'm stoked. I'm psyched. And something told me I could feel his system was like, scared. His system was not excited. His system was, it wasn't what he was speaking, his words were. And I said, okay, sweetie, just hang out for a minute, you know, <laughs> I do, oh, okay, yeah, baby, yeah. you know, and I just, just feel into your body for a moment and feel what's really going on. And I remember he sat there for like a minute in complete silence. I don't know if you remember this conversation because I'm sure we did it all yeah, of us because yeah, yeah, we yeah. coached together. And just where he was like, well, actually what's there is I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm afraid it's not going to work, that it's not, it's going to fail and et cetera. So it's like that was, you know, and we, and this is the, 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 the practice of us being even more, with ourselves, allowing even more space to just be and contemplate and fully feel instead of running from or feeling on a very surface level. As I know you and I have both practiced really feeling because it's like I could, if I could be with somebody and I could notice a tiny trigger and be like, oh, I notice I feel sad. But it's like, am I actually, am I actually really, is, is, is my, my body language, is everything actually feeling the sadness? Mm. Am I feeling your sadness or I just take that in on a very small scale. Right. Oh, I'm just going to okay, compartmentalize and, like, it. it right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so just knowing that there's this, this, as you talked about, you know, your, your sister-in-law and, and feeling her frequency. Um, uh, when I first came to San Diego a couple of weeks ago for my retreat and I, um, I saw you at the white party. It yeah. was the white party. Yeah, yeah. And I love, uh, I love when these, the, they're, you know, you get a reflection of, um, you know, what is possible and available and, and most people wouldn't recognize it. So I, I get to the white party and I happen to see Maverick mm-hmm. and, and Maverick says, he said, the, he said, when I felt a shift in the field, he said, I felt a shift in the field, an absolute presence that came in and just brought this, this wave through the whole room, just of light mm. came in and in peace. And he said, and I turned and I saw you, there you were. he said, you, you walked in and you shifted the field. And yeah. I was like, Thank you, Maverick. Thank you for that reflection. Big compliment, yeah. Yeah, and I realize this is what I mean by when we just be in our fullest love and light of who we are, you are bringing, you're, you're not affected by the environment you go yeah. into. You bring the light and the illumination to the environment. Yeah. You bring you that frequency. Yeah. yeah, and so mm-hmm. you can see this in the subtle things and knowing that we're just, we're never stagnant. We're always shifting and changing and evolving. So even at our level of experience that we've had and as we've been so committed in, to experiencing the, the you know, and, and, and um, sharing this with other people, with all that we've done from, you know, you followed me around the world and we got our, our tonsils yeah. chronogenically, cryogenically frozen, frozen yeah. <laughs> out of, <laughs> out of higher like laughed, ascension. Yeah. yeah. Funny enough today, I got cryogenically frozen right. too right before I saw you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you did. <laughs> right you before, did cryo. Yeah, right yeah. So it's like, even in all that we've experienced, we're still there's no place to arrive at. And I feel like the more that I learn and understand, the more that I realize there is to learn and and receive, not not, there's more for me to learn to get there. It's actually to realize I'm there. I've already arrived. There is no to ascend. To ascend is still to be expecting to get somewhere outside of me. It's actually to be more with me and to be more embodied with all that I am. And embodiment is our, our, our greatest... Why we came? Yeah, our, our greatest level of gifts that we could ever give. Yeah. And it's, it's the embodiment of something. It's not the idea of it. Yeah. It's not to speak about it. It's actually to 
be that. Mm-hmm. And so it is the greatest compliment to to say that, you know, being with, and I remember Alon saying that when we were down in the jungles, even after all that we went through in the jungle, and we know that all it evolves, I remember him saying after, Mars, the greatest thing I got was just being, being around you. you. Yeah. And that is the beauty of, we get to transfer these codes, and you're, you're, you're giving out these codes and this essence for people via podcast, which is beautiful. Sure. From people hearing the words and hearing the way of a possibility of experiencing life, they can go, oh, mm. I actually felt that shift in my system or I felt something in my body become alive or I feel it click into my body. So when people receive these codes, they're like, something just clicked. Yeah. You know, something just clicked. Now I actually get it. And after people will go through medicine or my my experiences, a lot of times they're like, I finally get what you say. Yeah, my clients are the same thing. I finally get it. I finally get it. I finally get it. You know, when you say this, I understand it now. It's like it it clicks in your system. So I just want to bring presence to, as you were saying, that (laughs) to bring it back to understanding that we're always going to be having our dance. And, it, and when we can love the dance, love the holy human dance with it, and, you know, because to, to shame it any, any, any way would be to, to distrust or to be out of alignment with what we're here to experience in our divinity. Yes. And I realized that by me saying, oh, my human, and then I was like, oh, wait, my holy human, like this was, this is a holy thought. This is a holy journey. This is a holy everything that yeah. I'm experiencing all this that also allows me to remember that this is why I chose into this in the first place. Absolutely. It's so beautiful. So just that you and I are still experiencing this. We're, we're, we're as human as anyone else. And so there's nothing even for someone to replicate. Yes. It's literally for them to uh, realize that they can have peace as their ultimate experience. So mm-hmm. they can have whatever they want to choose as their ultimate experience. And it gets to be by almost surrendering, not almost, by surrendering into the play and the dance of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I find that very fascinating. It's like the people I know that are the most ascended, quote unquote, mm-hmm. to speak. Are the ones becoming the most human? It's so human. It's like a human we've never uh, actually seen a human. It is the future evolution of human. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it to display the patterns of being um, ultimate love and yeah. acceptance. It's right? like a new type of charisma or a new type mm-hmm. of magnetism. You know, like charisma in the past has, I think, been conflated a little bit with manipulation. Like, yeah. oh, you're so charismatic, I'll do whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. like, and you give your power away to charisma. But now it's like. You just are it's drawn like to their light. Integrity yeah. of light or something like yeah. that. So when you step into the field, you're right, it bends yeah. around. I mean, the field, the it, all of it, yeah. the universe is literally bending around every footstep, every single right. person is taking every thought that we're having. Mm-hmm. We're so freaking powerful. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think like what medicine really drives home is that you're not ascending, you have already ascended. I mm-hmm. think the whole lie is that it we does. fell. It brings that, yeah. it, 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 it dissolves. Yeah the car- compartmentalization or the separation of self with all things. Yeah, yeah. even you were saying it, we've arrived, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't even arrive, we never left. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, we, never we, remembered, left, we never left the bus We've station. always been here. <laughs> it just, I guess, it, it became interesting to to play with the idea of leaving maybe. Yeah. And so we started kind of like going down that road and maybe mm-hmm. that led to some kind of amnesia. And we're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Well, we still remember our divinity eventually, so we might as well play the game where we don't just to see yeah. what happens. yeah. What I thought about, though, is even if you're in a single location, there's a multidimensionality mm-hmm. to every location yep. because time doesn't actually exist. Yep. So it's like it's even, even in this one location, all yep. things are happening right now. So yep. you can, All timelines exist. Yeah. yeah. It's like we, we've, we've yeah. been chasing experiences outside of ourselves, and I'm guilty of that as, yeah. uh, as anybody. 
Um, and it's funny. It's like when you sit still is where you travel the most. Yes. <laughs> Ironically. find the most. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Um, I think it was like Carl Jung who said like in the darkest cave that you're afraid to enter is where you find the gold and obviously like your freedom. Yeah. And that's within you. That is within you. Like it, the access point is the through you. The kingdom of God is within, right? Yeah. And something like that. Yeah, and Not something that I know like that. scripture, but <laughs> some, something along to that state. Um, yeah, I, I, I consistently find that to be so fascinating. And I, I have a feeling within our time, within our physical lifetime or, mm-hmm. or the next, um, that will become a true revelation. And, and I, I believe the way that humans will start living with a new dynamic w- with the expression of what it means to be out here yeah. and in here. And yeah. to some degree, I think like the internet pl- is playing that role, although mm-hmm. it's shifting from darkness to light. A lot of what I feel is true right now is this is at the early stages of the first time where light mm-hmm. is not being um, overshadowed by darkness. Mm-hmm. Like there has always been light on our planet, but there's mm-hmm. been w- way more energy of darkness that's just hidden the light away mm-hmm. or made it much easier for darkness to continue to be prevalent. And mm-hmm. I really truly feel in my system for the first time, maybe just in the last few years, mm. that that's shifted. And that also tells me why someone like a Donald Trump or some of these other mm. movements are happening because, again, it's like it always needs well, to be seen to be healed. And there are also access yeah. points to the light. It's yeah. the first time we can handle it. Yeah. It's the first time that the, the darkness won't take over. There's enough light mm. that when that system shows up, that it will be revealed. It's the yeah. same thing with the Me Too movements and yeah. some other things that I feel like that are coming that will be very ugly for us to look at, mm-hmm. but they've been here for such a long time that there actually has not been enough light to reveal them yeah. at a wide scale. So yeah. it's been shown in pockets and because it's almost like it's important for us to see. Yeah. Like we have to see it because we get to collectively heal it. And if we don't all see it, then it won't be yeah. healed. Like some well, darkness is, will shroud it again. Each person is doing it too. It's like how we bring wholeness to the planet is we become whole. Yeah. It's not by doing something outside of ourselves. So it's each each person that would deal with, you know, whatever the Me Too movement, you know, represents as they deal with that, they heal for themselves, they actually heal for the collective and they heal for the whole. This is why, this is why we can, doing our own work, it can hold a field for the collective. So it it can be all things, right? When all things are true, it can be like, well, wait, there's always been more darkness than light, yet through a different perception lens, we can see that that darkness was always required for all that we took on so that we could, you know, come to absolute understanding and love. And, and, you know, like we, we can't give the codes of liberation if we haven't also lived an experience of feeling, uh, you know, imprisoned within ourselves and in society. And, you know, we, we, you and I were sharing about my, my recent trip to Utah and how I said it always reminds me of what the collective deals with every day mm. of that that they literally are afraid to speak their mind or share with their family what they want or what they think and there's all this oh my gosh like whoa that feels like so heavy and so suppressed and so what I believe where it was possible is you know we, we all, all timelines exist so as you're talking about like even in this moment there's the, it, we have infinite timelines available to us and if if you go the the dimension of looking at all parallel lifetimes happening at once not even just this lifetime like we know that we were twins we were twins and brother and sister in another lifetime and so it's like that lifetime is happening right now and through our evolution of of experiencing different things as now I choose in this this experience right now knowing from what I know and seeing it from from through the eyes of my divinity that I can experience bliss and pleasure and ease and love and joy and that can even be through my deepest transformation of vulnerability and some of the experiences we were just sharing before where it's like we're going through activations and initiations and we're being called forth to feel this and open our hearts at another level and yet it can be done through ease and grace because there is no fight it there's a surrender to Mm -hmm. and love and allow it and um 
it, it reminds me of there's a really great movie, especially to watch if you're doing on if you're you know on mushrooms and doing ceremony with it. But it's called The Fountain by yeah. Hugh Jackman yeah, yeah. twelve years ago. Choice, yeah. And you see you so in that you remember how it's like you have a contract with someone and it's like you can replay those moments over and over and choose a different way of responding and experience that then evolves what you're, what you learn through with each one to then be choosing, you know, that, that level now. So I believe also even now, like I'll do dimensional healing work where it's like in all my lifetimes, because now I've experienced these things that I can now choose to be experiencing bliss and joy and peace and freedom in all my lifetimes now, because I have actually embodied and felt the experience of all these other things. So just even to, to recognize that um, all of these these options are infinite and are all possible for us right now, it's um, you know how can we how can we surrender into or settle into that that whatever we're choosing for the moment like so the new earth codes that's where I was going you were saying like Trump etc darkness it's like I I believe we can literally all timelines exist right now so we could all choose oh fuck Trump darkness etc yeah, and we can the world can end yeah. and and I know you, you didn't mean it in sure. that context. And I also know that the more of us that actually stand in share this, uh, what is available. And we actually see and we know that Trump called forth for what was what is suppressed in the collective. Mm. And now there's a, an example and a representation for it for everyone to see so clearly. And for now what's called forth is yeah. all these people are call, called forth to go, okay, you know what? Maybe we can't plan on our government to decide for us. We could actually create our own resolution and our own solutions and our own healing. And it brings forth exactly. like separation, separating, building a wall, doing all these things. I hardly know an inkling of anything that ever goes on yeah, there I because know, I, I know you know, I don't yeah, play yeah. in that world. And yet we can see, oh, what do we get to, how we get to heal separation. So of course we can see that that's what's available is as each of us chooses to operate from a new earth frequency or what I believe is available is this new earth that you're saying. Now we're actually witnessing these things come forth for the new earth codes, Mm -hmm. for the new earth frequency that we get to a a place where you started the conversation where we're actually sharing everything, where everything is like, it's all just God's money anyways. It's all just love. And that's what I mean by as long as I'm fulfilled and I'm taken care of, I feel good and this feels good and, and, and like this is my fullest expression and this serves and I'm taken care of. And then I receive all the things that I desire mm-hmm. and require because I'm actually in the vibration and the energy of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So vibration matches vibration. So I can only receive everything to be fulfilled instead of coming from a, I need this from you, lack, I need your money, the, the, you know, the old systems that we've been playing out. So what is truly possible for all of us mm-hmm. is to bring in an experience as humans to practice being human in a way where we actually get rid of lack and scarcity, separation, sicknesses, disease, because we can all be in ease and flow. And that takes some of us, leaders go first, we go first by going ourselves and then hold that field for others. And every single person that we're affecting can now go, oh, so I can actually choose to operate from that place as well, see this as well. And the more of us that are doing that, we do bring in the new earth codes to be our timeline and experience now Mm -hmm. to have this experience that was like, you know, we we couldn't have fathomed in the past. And our children are being born into this experience of like, like love. Uh, I joke, I was joking with Ben. You got to meet Ben um, uh, when we were in Melbourne and we were like, cloud, you know, whatever you call it. Like we're like giddy, super touchy, connected, Mm. all these things. And noticing all the people that would kind of like everywhere we went, people would come and be like, you guys are just light. Magnetic, yeah. And 
or like, oh my gosh, like watch, like, and you could also see people give you the eye, like that's out there, yeah. that's PDA, that's that's you know, and it reminds me. Put your me pants of- back on. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fine dining experience, <laughs> oh <my> madam. <laughs> well, it reminds me when I first gave myself permission to work out in the airport. Yeah. And people would walk by and give me the look and think, and, and it was a, a level of me saying, it's okay for me to do what serves me. I'm going to work out while I'm waiting for the plane. Sure. And then I'd have people come up and be like, oh my gosh, you're so smart. That's maximizing your time. Like, that's so cool. How do you do that? And yeah. people would literally get into my programs from meeting me at the airport that saw me working out in the corner. And I, as, as we were walking around and just being this, like, this is what love is. Like, yeah. love is just a magnification of our light and being in play and giddiness and joy. It's like, can you imagine? I said, can you imagine if this was normal? If we looked around and everyone was joy and, joy and yeah. giddy and love was like touch and connection like versus playing. you go out and you see couples that have been together for a long time sitting at their date night dinner and they're not saying a word. Yeah, on phones. Yeah, or on their phones. And like, so we ha- we are so disconnected from what you said is relaxed connection, which is just being fully with ourselves. Yeah. And in that, can you imagine a world that's that? Well, you get to be that first to be able to create that world. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, leaders go first. Yeah. Hi there, my friend. I just wanted to take a quick minute here in case some of you skip these intros on the shows and let you know about our amazing community that's changing people's lives all over the world. It's called The Collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know if this is worth my investment, I thought I'd share just what some of our members have been saying. Take a listen to these reviews. Something about being around you and Guy is magic. I grow more when I'm a part of your tribe. The conversations around love have changed me more than I'm sure I'm even aware of. I ask for answers and half the time, I don't even know what I'm asking for. And then always the perfect thing shows up. I've never felt so free. Another writes, growing stronger and more independent every day, full of self-belief, living in the now, and I am love. I do feel free because I've released what was, surrendered to what is, and I'm excited as to what will be. And lastly, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time was the one I made roughly two weeks ago to begin meditating and connecting with Elon and Guy Ferdman of Satori Prime in their collective. So if you like this podcast and this form of education, I am sure that you will absolutely love the collective. And the best part is we're offering a 14-day free trial for you to just come and check it out. You really have nothing to lose. Once the trial is done, check this out. Your investment is just $9 a month. I mean, that's less than one of those fancy cups of coffee or a glass of wine or beer. So if you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and invest in yourself, or are you not worth the $9 investment? Look, you can lock this price in right now before we realize it's way too low and crazy and change our minds and bump it up. Again, head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and lock your price in at just $9 a month. We look forward to seeing you on our next collective training. Now on with the show. Man, there's a lot in there. I, at some point, <laughs> at some point I, I thought to myself, um, I keep getting this feeling that eventually we'll, we'll reset the timeline. 
again, like time doesn't matter. So yeah. it's funny, like if you look at the way we operate with computers, we'll tell yeah. you a lot about how the human consciousness kind of yeah. wants to operate too because yeah. the internet is like the Akashic and yeah. we're pulling information in the storehouse and everyone's getting smarter because we're sharing into the Akashic and people are pulling into the Akashic yeah. viral videos. You see it happen so you know that it's possible for you. And, you know, we're, we're inadvertently, implicitly, by the way, the best way to learn, teaching each other, yeah. not explicitly, implicitly. This is yes. how we learn a lot, why children learn so many languages. No, I love this. Like we learn all the grammatical rules of our language without mm-hmm. learning any of the grammatical rules of our language. Yeah. We learn all the the rules of society without anybody sitting down and saying, "Here are the mm-hmm. rules of society." Mm-hmm. You implicitly learn these things. They are just in the field yep. for you to pick up on. We're very very smart this way. So it's like, do you really need to explicitly learn anything? No, you mm-hmm. kind of are around it and you just start becoming it, whether it's negative or positive or darkness or light. And I don't mean even shadow is bad or negative yeah. is bad either it's just they're just opposing opposing energies um and i get like we said we've lived like these five or six lifetimes it would be appropriate then to restart so it's like mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have these um like version 2.0 version 3.0 mm-hmm. of the software and then it's like version 3.1 3.2 so it's like yeah. you know i'm like in version five of my life <laughs> and right now it's like the first year of that life so i'm in 5.1 yeah. um but like you know we had the before christ right the bc and yeah. i don't remember what ad stands for after death do whatever the yeah. fuck it is right yeah. but i know some latin term and eventually it'll be like ep i think that's what's coming next it's the enlightenment period mm. so and, and we will reset the timeline because yeah. we won't be able to navigate in the old field anymore yeah, it won't can't. even make sense well, it's like you can't be who you were when i knew you two years absolutely. ago when you first started i was like we can't be who we were a month ago we we shift and evolve so quickly yeah you know? every time i drink medicine i have that vision of like yeah. already being there and yeah. then i realized that we're gonna we're gonna talk about this life like some faded dream yeah like we'll, we'll laugh about it and we'll have like sort of recall but these like faded things and we'll yeah. think about how we operate remember how we well it's like when we're like oh yeah we forget what like, the collective deals we, with how do we even bring that i forgot that diets yeah, exist exactly. someone said that to me the other day they're like you, when you said you forgot that diets exist i was like really i deal with that every day yeah. it's like, i totally forgot that people I, worry about know, diets or think about diets yeah. yeah it's like because you would never think about it it's like just yeah. part, of, part of being yeah. you know, it has nothing to do with choosing into some crash yeah. modality yeah um yeah very interesting um Man, yeah, I, I sat here and I'm I'm receiving a lot. <laughs> like, there's so much coming through, even you know, specifically around what was happening and noticing yeah. all the attachments about that, and like noticing mm-hmm. how the systems are trying to uh, propagate safety by creating plans, yeah. and then like even like letting that go and just seeing that there is actually some certain things that have wanted to go away that I've been attached to and haven't been letting mm-hmm. them, and that's probably why like the the energy keeps coming in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, Always learning. Always learning. That made no sense to anybody, but uh, it, it, made it made sense, sense to me. To me. Yeah. <laughs> it made sense yeah, to me. And to me. and it's and it it, it it can make sense in that it's just like whenever you even at your level, which you know, you're you're such a, a beautiful, divine genius soul for the planet. Yeah. And what you share. And even talking about, you know, um, as we talked about things you experienced with your throat before an expression, I was like, you know, babes, props to you that you are you have done so much to be expressed and now there's even the next level. I felt that come drop in with my new show yeah. too. I was like, whoa, all of yeah. a sudden these, these just, there's just part of it. This is the main thing I want people to hear. It's just part of it. Totally. There's nothing to fight. It's just part of it. And so, you know, you receive something and it's like, oh, if I feel resistance to anything, I'm not at peace. It's literally 
something sh- I'm now ready to see and witness and reveal and be with fully to see what's on the other side that I get to receive. And mm-hmm. that's like, oh, this of course had to show up and come up so that I could be with myself fully with, you that's know, right. this, with extra body weight, with this in the count or anything, anything and everything that's there for us to realize who we truly are, mm-hmm. right? Which is who we truly are is we're just sitting here being light and we're just light beings and we're just experiencing this beautiful exchange of codes and light and, right. and play and pleasure it's and always energy. Always energy change, always yeah. energy change. And, and I just want to like throw this out there. There really are no shortcuts. Yeah. Like I, I, I did, you know, we we're so it's Thank funny because you. you said about peace, right? And how it's not right. a priority. And if there's anything that's reorganized in my system, is that yeah. peace is my my number one priority. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah. Um, yeah. Before like it's peace and well being basically, and that's before being a father, before going to the yeah. gym, before eating properly, everything. before everything. It's like yeah. peace and well being. Yeah. The thing um, I didn't share at the yeah. end about that with yeah, Sadhu yeah. Guru is he said if you don't make peace as your priority, peace will only come when you rest in peace. Meaning R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where, yeah, it's like you can't be at peace if you're not, if you're not, you, how can you enjoy any moment if you don't choose to be at peace? So, Certainly. Yes. Yeah. And, and so to add to that, you know, like I've, I've, like everybody else, right? We're kind of in the state of either um, addiction or allergies. Mm-hmm. And it's like your physical body is literally either what you're allergic to is, a, is an energy frequency that mm-hmm. your body is like trying to move away from or it's trying to move towards something. Um, and, you know, I, I use substances like psychedelics for, mm-hmm. for a long time. And when I, reflected back on it over the last two years because it's not like I wouldn't use them now, but now I use them. They use them when they call. Yeah, mm-hmm. much much more consciously than yeah. the past. And this is true for alcohol or sex or Everything. food or anything or anything else that we do, even art and music and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's like escapism most of the time versus like whatever pre- presence really. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things like I felt like I had moved beyond because I'd used it, but I was really chasing peace. Yeah. Once in a while, I would just get the right dose and the right experience. And then, you know, I'd have a few weeks or a few days or even a few minutes yeah. or a few months of, of peace. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, if this experience gave me that, then I, I wasn't really chasing the high. I was yeah. chasing the peace that came yeah, after the exactly. high more than anything. Um, it wasn't really until the last few years where I really started, you know, like like before we got on this call, I had a lot of anxiety, tension, fear yeah. moving through my system. And and I could see all the systems, like I said, coming online, trying to game plan, figure mm-hmm. out, okay, how am I going to move this piece over here? And that's mm-hmm. going to make me feel just a little bit more comfortable. And, mm-hmm. But it's like all that stuff is just protecting you yeah. from what gets to move through. It's, right. like, it's like we've set up life mostly as like a spiritual bypass yeah. than just being present with what's so. When you're scared, you're scared. Mm-hmm. When you're upset, you're upset. Yeah, yeah and you it, love that. And no matter and no matter how many times or how elevated you get or how ascended you get, something's coming that's fucking rocking you mm-hmm. and, and, and scaring you again or overwhelming you again or creating more anxiety than your body can handle or, you know, uh, makes you feel sad in ways that you never imagined you would or made you feel yeah. love in ways that you never imagined and yeah. joy in ways that you never imagined. All that stuff, it just gets to be there that's that's the biggest shift for yeah. me it's like I, I i really have learned how to sit with, be all with of it, it. And, and enjoy the dance and, and notice that my system does want to run my system yeah. does want to freak out but i have enough patience to be like hey hey that's like right. You said, look around. Remember, I said that yeah, when we started. That's always very helpful, right? Yeah, it's like, I was no, like, notice that there's support. Notice yeah, that you're safe. we're just having tea yeah. in this room. Yeah. Abundance it's is everywhere. Right? Notice there's connection. Yeah. yeah, and when and the moment it's like it's like I call that the GPS, so the support, <laughs> the safety, and the connection, right? Yeah. Like once you once you actually notice that in your even in your physical space and your energetic yeah, space, right. the body responds very acutely to that because yeah. then suddenly if you if you notice those three things your body can kind of just sit with whatever is so mm-hmm. much more peacefully mm-hmm. meet it with a loving embrace and then it's like mm-hmm. oh okay cool like this is mm-hmm. and then and then the experience becomes joyous because then even sadness or fear becomes 
an expression of the perfect holy human, right? Yeah. And then you are just it with is. it and you're, you're watching it from a divine it place. Is. You don't think, I'm so grateful I oh. have that experience, yeah. And the beauty of experiencing what we, we get to share together and support each other with is this is why the human connection is as much as like there's two, you talk about two pathways where there's like, you know, the, the in, in India and in a lot of like the, the wholeness journey, it's like I'm whole and complete on my own. Yes. So I don't require anything outside of me. Yes. And at the same time, we are born as humans to, and you know, when you, you talked about the, the attachment styles, et cetera, um, you know, this is just conversation from prior before sure. with you and I about, it's like, well, we require humans. We require that love and connection to go when the system feels overwhelmed, mm-hmm. the parent to, to say, oh, sweetie, yep. this is what you're feeling. I need help soothing. We don't yeah. usually get that. And so then mm-hmm. we have all the, the disconnect and, and all these different things. And, um, really in, um, what I love that you brought presence to is the journey or that what we're sharing together is, is, is to go through these deep vulnerable experiences. Even right after my retreat, I was, again, as we get called to share frequency, all of a sudden initiation comes in activation of a whole nother level. It was like being called to, uh, you know, be vulnerable and at a whole nother level that just scares the fuck out of you. And to have, um, in one of my recent experiences to have divine family around me where it was like, like I had a whole, this, I'm going to say pussy again because my pussy came up like the whole, uh, after my last retreat, all it's like, I, all, I was called to do all this healing for the feminine in the womb activation and safety with the masculine literally physical symptoms show up. My pussy swells up. Like I had all this pain. I was having labor pains. Like I was rebirthing. I was having like pains of like birthing and, and it was like, I'm rebirthing. I'm moving this through for the planet and I'm rebirthing. Mm -hmm. And I had to literally like spread Eagle, like showing my, like my my good friend. I'm like, what's going on? And like my friends, I like, I couldn't, I couldn't sit. I couldn't move. I couldn't walk. (laughs) I was like, and, and, and I was like my human, my, the, the holy human thought that came up was that I said to my friends, I was like, I was like, I promise my pussy's usually really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I promise my pussy's usually a pretty yeah. pussy. And my dear sister was like, oh, sweetheart is so pretty right now. It's so pretty right now. And they were just like, oh, babes, like we got you. It's okay that you're like, and to, to be in that place of where my, my old humanness would have wanted to have said, okay, I got this. Like, and this was even in, you know, experiencing it with my beloved to be like, um, you know, yeah, I got this. I'm just going to take care of this thing and I'll see you in a bit. And then realizing, no, like the next level of surrender was like, I require support and like literally to come get me and take me everywhere. And, and, you know, when saw our alien doctor and all these things, just to see what emotional stuff I was moving through. And there was that level of dropping into being loved So this comes from, I can love myself so unconditionally. I got to ask for support. I was like, Hey guys, this is what I'm experiencing. Um, you know, any, any ideas, any support. And they literally like came by my side, checking me out, like setting things up, seeing how they could support me. And, and that level of, okay, relax and surrender to even that we can provide for each other. This, the, the, the gateway to going, I can love you unconditionally no matter what you experience. And and this is where we train our relationships to really know that we can love someone no matter what their reaction is, what their experience mm-hmm. and our mastering, seeing the, the mastery we have of our consciousness and our relaxation, our response is yeah. everyone deserves more love, not less. In fact, it helps the other person heal when they could be seen when they while, can, you're, while you're relaxed. In they, yeah. And yeah, it's the, it's the, 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 um, it's playing the game of, of polarism, yes. duality, where it's like, you're here, ah, yeah. and I can go, ah, oh, I see you. 
it, and, yeah, and it's okay medicine. that you can, yeah, that you get to express yeah. that. So we have this gorgeous opportunity together yeah. to be able to show each other divine, unconditional love and support. And that means also by doing that for ourselves and we can create that for someone else. So there's, there's that. And I love that a part of that is, as you said, which is so important, I feel like for the message that we share today is it's not a one-off thing. It's, it's a journey meaning. And, and I also teach them like, there's no, when, when we go, Oh, it's, I'm in a process yeah. quotation marks, right? We're creating a process. What I mean is that like, this is why I believe, and I believe you, you, you operate in this way as well is that we show people the journey, mm. meaning like each step is a part of our perfect growth process. We chose how could we deny this moment if we divinely actually created this for ourselves right. and there we can never make a mistake because everything is energy and vibration that's just reflecting what vibration and energy we're in and what's inside that gets to be healed and loved. So it's, it's by realizing that we're here experiencing a level of peace upon another level of peace, upon another level of embodiment of, of luscious love affair with ourselves, to another level of pleasure, to another level of this, by continuing on the journey. Yeah. By being on a journey together, we rise together in love. And how much more quickly can we, when I can be a reflection of divine unconditional love and radical self-acceptance and uh, you know acceptance of, of Trump and all things and all experiences, yep. then I can reflect that for someone else. And, and, and if I can be that for you and you can feel that and have that experience or that new reference point and find that reference point within yourself, how much faster mm. can we as a society rise together in love and experience this? Yeah. So ultimately, it's to know that it isn't a one quick program. One, I mean, this is, yeah. I created my best life tribe based out of, I was like, what would I give my own children? Mm. Because I was like, if Great I question. was, if I was to, I know I can never save anyone because they can only save themselves right. and they can only choose it for themselves. Yet, if I was to, you know, do everything I could to support someone, which would be someone who I absolutely in every way would want to save. Yeah, I know I can't save them. My own children came to mind. I was like, what would I create and give that my own children would have available the path to their own if they chose with each thing to, to learn, to integrate each tool, to learn and understand how, what would I give them? And that's why I created my tribe was because it's like access to every single one of my things where they're on the journey. Yeah. It's a journey. It's just being on the journey together. Yeah, and each person, no matter where they're at, that might be like, I just, I don't even know how to accept a compliment and love myself that much to someone who's totally done like you are followed me all over the world sure. and it's full on and like what's going to serve me at the highest even to say above my wife and my child etc is my absolute peace because that's when you know you're showing up ultimately for yeah. them it's all for all of us a journey it's just the journey it's the dance and i it's like i've started to say i love this holy human dance. Yeah. I love the dance. And and I can, yesterday I was wiped out. I told you I was so toasted in initiation. Yep. And then I was like, I'm glad I'm operating today that I can be with you. So it's like, it's just a part of the dance. Absolutely. Yeah. It's part. Real, yeah. real time feedback mm. from the universe. I love, I mean, if you accept that every experience that you have, you chose before you came here, mm. you knew all the choices that you'd have. Every me, me, meaning your highest self picked the experience and your higher yes. self considers that a gift right. for your soul, for your essence, your whatever. soul's kindness gift Absolutely. is always what's in front of you. So if you're not in presence yeah. and you're not in receiving, then it's like literally turning the down gift, yourself right? from your highest state. Yeah. Um, uh, many years ago, our mutual friend, Mateo, is yes. a really, really powerful, beautiful channel. I'll and, see him in two days. Yeah, yes. just a magnetic mm. and magical human being in so mm. many freaking ways. I love mm. telling stories mm. about him. Yeah, mm. he's just, just <laughs> a, spe a, a special, special one. So yes. shout out to you, buddy. Um, he said something really brilliant. He said, you know, the, this 
force energy entities, call it what you will, yeah. are essentially always trying to give gifts. Mm-hmm. What his aim is to, he's like, imagine them sending like a package to yeah. a mailbox yeah. because most humans don't even know the mailbox exists. Exactly. He's like, let's let's start with showing you where the mailbox is so yeah. that you know how to open it <laughs> and look inside and then find the gifts that are there. Mm. I thought that was a very profound and um, poetic type of way of, of explaining that. And it's like, well, the mailbox is really within those experiences are within and if you guys just look real quick for yourself whatever you're dealing with right now in life Mm -hmm. your energy is probably pointed out trying to change the circumstance Mm -hmm. to give yourself a uh, feeling of safety by changing how somebody sees you how some circumstances how you're receiving something how you're manipulating something how you're achieving something and you've done that most of your life and if you just kind of check in real quick with your system and ask yourself has that worked I've worked with enough people to know that the answer to that is most likely no. Um, And the funny part about life is that if you do the polar opposite of everything that you've learned, Mm. life seems to work really, really well for people. (laughs) And that doesn't necessarily mean that's the right answer because I think if there is such a thing as a a right answer, which there isn't, uh, the neutral state seems to be the best state. Yes. Not not of this, not of that. It's like... Um, nobody needs to learn how to manifest. That's yeah. a really cute buzzword everyone uses to sell mm-hmm. you shit. Um, at the end of the day, no human can stop themselves from manifesting. You're manifesting right now. You're a manifesting mm-hmm. machine. Yep. Um, it's just the real question is what are you manifesting? Yeah, exactly. And are you manifesting it out of fear and scarcity? Are you manifesting yeah. it out of love and connection? Are you manifesting yeah. it from an aligned, relaxed, connected state? Yeah. And you'll find that what you're manifesting changes dramatically based yeah. on which of those frequencies you decide to take on. Yeah. So if there was a journey to be on, it's to really a fall in love with yourself, yes. find a way to calm yes, your fucking yes. system down, get yourself relaxed. And, you know, Marcy touched upon it. And for a lot of people, this is a very hard to accept in a loving or spousal type of relationship mm-hmm. when somebody seems to be being bad towards you. Mm-hmm. And like the, the answer is, is that you've been trying to do a lot to fix that person. Yeah. And the neutrality would have you do nothing at all except just be with that person. And, and here's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to deal with my anger for many years by having people tell me that I, I was like, okay, or very, I don't know what I was trying to get to. I, yeah. I really don't. It was like this abstract fucking thing I was trying to achieve. Ultimately, what I realized is a behind all that was just a lot of sadness and, and fear of lack of safety, really. And this anger was there to, you know, protect me and whatnot. And I'm sure there's many more layers I'll discover with that over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the most medicine I have found for myself these days, besides giving it to myself like self-love, yeah. is like allowing myself to be seen in all the ways that I am. Yeah. And when you have somebody who really can sit with you with unconditioned love, unconditional yeah. love, and say, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You can do the anger. Yeah. I see you anyway. You can do the sadness. Yeah. I see you anyway. I'm here. Yeah. Relax connection with you. And they choose into that experience most of us have never been angry or sad or, or any of the things without somebody trying to manage us to be some other way. Or to try to make it better yeah. or fix it. Or, you're like, oh, yeah. sweetheart, why are you sad? Yeah. Even that, right? Yeah. It's like basically saying it's not okay to be yeah. where I am, like, which means that you don't then fully envelop yourself and enjoy and dive into the experience yeah. and like really just almost get lost in the sadness, but with yeah. an appreciation and divine love that's yeah. that can come along with it. But the moment I can like, hold you in all of your yeah, sadness, I can hold you in all of your anger. You get the medicine because yes. you, you get you get to see that you actually get to be seen yeah. and still receive love and still be supported and still have safety. That's the healing for the divine masculine and feminine, I believe is like just as much as like, like I can hold a space that the little boy inside can fully feel seen and heard and sad and and not have to support or all these other things. Like the men get to have that experience for their, um, you know, total, um, you know, for their 
awakening, for yeah. their opening of everything, for their relaxing fully into their feminine and to their masculine and all of it to support. And and same thing that the little girl wants inside is she wants to be able to fully yeah. be held and seen and, and loved, unraveled and completely surrendered and completely in, in all of it. And to know that there's no mask that has to be put on or worn. And right. we have the love is... The love is the most healing thing. Mm-hmm. Love is the answer to all of it, as we know. You yep. know, it all comes down to just can we practice love? Elon yeah. was in the jungle. He said, yeah. "You know, we've said it before, yeah. and I'll say it again." And that is that's what it always comes back to: it is, is love is the answer, and that becomes more poetic and more important and more yeah. even grand over time. Yeah. How really simple it all is. Every yeah. answer everyone's looking for really comes back down like, to the simple yeah. truth that it's all love. It, yep. You are the essence of God. You never mm-hmm. were separated from it. You are the ascended master. Yep. And all the rest of it is just an illusion that we've like, yeah. clamored on top of this very simple truth and yeah. try to make it very complex. Yeah. And hopefully one day we find out why we decided to do that in the first place because mm-hmm. we clearly came from that. It would seem to me, though, that God was probably really bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just wanted to like... <laughs> Wanted to ultimately just play a game that seemed more interesting than just sitting around being everything, nothing all the time. Yeah. And it became this very complex machine. And about yeah, evolution. I, yeah, I, yeah, I experience ahead. it or see it as realizing that we came from this all knowing and for all feeling for in in and in being in that if you're operating as an ascended master and you know you are even at this time um that in the holy human experience is when we it's like when you come out of medicine and you're coming back into your body and you taste fruit and you're like oh "Oh." my god yeah first time ever it's like drizzling down your face and you're barely able to chew and like feeling it and it's like it is the most it's like you've tasted if you've gone to a different country and you taste something that you've never tasted it just was like you never even knew this thing existed and you remember oh my gosh this is why i came here to be human Mm -hmm. Every taste, Esther Hicks, she actually lived in my neighborhood in Demore, probably still does, yeah, my old neighborhood. And um, talking about an experience where she began to see everything and was feeling like the sensation of the air and just like the beauty and all things. And then she realized Abraham was looking through her eyes. She's like, wait, Abraham. And he's like, I was taking a glimpse. So it's like we, we, we actually this was our disneyland yes and yet so isn't it funny that we would we wouldn't call it disneyland yeah. when it's like we wanted to experience what sadness is what anger is right. what all this emotion is because we didn't have a story up there as to it being a bad thing mm-hmm. it was like and this allows me to understand all realms of my wholeness yeah. all aspects if we're all aspects of the cosmos we return to that or we are always that that you know that's what we get to experience and know that we are mm-hmm. and so that's part of it so it's like you know to 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 really give ourselves um the power and the permission of saying yes i i chose this because i don't believe we ever have to do anything so it's like we can actually there's many uh ways of us our experiences there's we're we're very many different types of aliens and different planets and you know we've experienced all these things so for when we choose here in this holy human journey it is like one of the, the the highest greatest rides to go on right Mm -hmm. it's the best ride ever and so it's like the funny part about it is that when we're here we're like i didn't choose it on this fucking ride i want off this ride and people want to be out of their body and leave the experience and die in transition and really when it was like actually we this was our greatest ride so when we see it from that that gift and that clarity and that is our you know to see it through its divine light is there's actually nothing to forgive 
there's nothing to fight. Yep. There's nothing to refuse because we we can understand, oh, that's right. And that's the sinking into it, the relaxing mm-hmm. into it more. That's right. I like, can I love that part of me that's pissed off about this that doesn't want to accept it? Can I love that part of me that is, you know, saying, I have this judgment yeah, about it? Fighting. Like, yeah, like, and this must be God's cruel joke. And it can also be God's, I, I believe, our, Biggest you know, opportunity. Gr- God yeah. was like, this is for you, my loves. Mm-hmm. I created this as one of your places to play and discover. And so for us to truly like with infinite possibilities that exist, all timelines that exist, all traits within us, all things available, it's literally like our greatest, grandest adventure of discovery of our expression and our joy. And when we see it out of like, there's so many ways to experience joy, even in this very timeline right now and this experience right now and all the things we're experiencing. Wow. It's like, how could anything be, be other than, you know, beautiful about that? You know, and so it's it's a choice. It's always a choice of perceptions. It's a choice of experience. And so it's like, wait, what is what is really true yeah. that absolutely serves me? And can I feel the frequency of that? Because even in our or the ways that we can spiritually bypass, it's like we think one thing's happening, but we can actually go, well, what what does this represent? This feeling. Um, I was with a friend before mm-hmm. who was talking about going through this settlement. And I said, could you maybe rename it to celebration? Yeah. You know, I'm like, what is, because even to think of he's like, oh yeah, and didn't realize that there was the feeling there of like, well, I got to get through this settlement and then I can da, 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 Mm -hmm. and then do this. And yeah, see, all those things represent what we're creating in the infinite timeline and possibilities yeah. to exist. So it's like really with all things, I, I choose now, this is how I continue to remind myself. I continue to remember fully that in even the depths of all the things that I get to feel, how, oh, that's right, I chose this. This is my soul's kindest act for me in this moment. All this that I'm feeling is actually like so beautiful. To feel the steps of sadness or yeah. the depth of compassion, the depth of vulnerability is actually the greatest, most beautiful thing that I could feel in this moment and to go this next layer that I chose. And that is, that is, that is the gift to see it from that place because anything else would be denying myself of the divinity that I am. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, uh, you almost learn to, hopefully this comes out right. Mm -hmm. Uh, enjoy pain without suffering. Yes, the suffering a, is a choice. Yeah, so like pay attention inside now. That's is beautiful. Pain. I was going to say pain makes you pay attention. Pain, <laughs> pain calls your attention to something. And it's the same thing true whether it's physical, emotional, or spiritual yeah, pain. It's just it, to it directs look. your attention. It's like, hey, look. That's it. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's not inviting you to suffer. It's just yeah. inviting you to get present, yeah. basically. So. so the story we we're addicted to is to create our own suffering. Beautiful. The chemical addiction is to create our own suffering or sacrifice, etc. And when we truly were like, wow, wait, no, yeah, this yeah. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is my my gorgeous gift of holy human experience and i know for a lot of people it can it can can be easier to hear those words and to say those words and to experience and that's why i brought presence to we still are experiencing this ourselves all the time and we still are practicing sinking into that and going oh i am safe and it is okay to feel all of this and this is what is calling me forth Mm. to be able to allow the next level of my um remembrance and receivership with this well humans are if you look at evolution, evolution keeps creating more and more complex machinery, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we're, we're at least from what we can tell right now, about as complex a machine as it gets. But a complex machine has many, many moving parts to it, mm-hmm. which means like there's a lot to feel through in your system. And it's like even before you got into any awareness, how many experiences have you had that have trained your system to operate and automate itself into a certain yeah. way? And we know through epigenetics now that 95 to 99% of 
everything that you operate is, is completely automated. Memorized. Yeah, it's memorized, memorized yeah. action, memorized feelings, memorized sensations. Yeah. So it does take a lot of your willingness to be present with everything that's going on yeah. to start reshaping that system mm-hmm. in a very slow, patient, and uh, graceful way. Like a, th- Basically, the child that you were that learned to walk mm-hmm. and talk, mm-hmm. the grace of it was is that you did it over and over again without ever judging yourself while you did it. Yeah. The, the reality is, is that's never stopped. You're still yeah. stumbling and falling mm-hmm. and learning to walk and learning to talk. And that's continued your entire life. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we've developed a false adult that believes that it's supposed to know everything yeah. and that it can't do that anymore and that it doesn't have that space yeah. for it. My interpretation these days is that most children without context, right? Because you have to go through this mythical thinking and this uh, egocentric thinking. It's all part of the evolutionary mm. process of the human psyche and emotional and spiritual part. And now it's we're actually moving through a lot of evolution in a very short wings like time span of a lifetime because now every 15 16 year old on the planet is dealing with ethnocentricism and um world centric viewpoints and 100 years ago that was unheard of no nobody was doing that like you know the ascended masters on the planet were Mm. basically like oh we should think about the world (laughs) you know like shit like that so my my thing is like if you think about a child that was um saw divorce between two parents the first thing you say to the child is it's not your fault because we internalize like oh well if it's in my experience then i must be the reason it's Mm. happening right so if the child keeps experiencing this without the growing up and awakened up part, that those experiences come with a lack of context, which means, of course, you start blaming yourself and shaming yourself for all, all this pain. Then you're told to become an adult. Yeah. And the adult looks at the child and says, well, you're the fucked up one. Yeah. You're, you have all the shame and blame you're carried around, so I yeah. can't take you with me to where I'm going. So you like hide the child, push it. So you push it away. Yeah. And then you hear people say, well, I got to find out who I am. Mm. So you start traveling, you start going through experiences, mm. and you start attaching people to yourself, you start attaching experiences to yourself, mm. you start attaching things to yourself, thinking that you're some gonna, somehow going to find out who you are. But the thing is, you've already turned away from your very essence, which right. was the little boy and little girl. So yeah. now you're living in a, this false adult, so to speak, life. And then the awakening process is noticing the false adult, yeah. right? Now, I really have to do anything about it, but the, just noticing it does the trick. Like, witness. Yeah, wit- wit- witness. witness does everything. Witness is the thing that's making sure your fingers get back together when you have a cut and you're, that your bones mend themselves and that food is metabolizing. Like, you never mm-hmm. have to put any input into that at all. The body and the spirit and the energy just knows, and the body and the spirit and the energy just knows how to heal every aspect of you. Yeah. So then I find what is coming away is the false adult and then this the true adult is the one that's not trying to feel better, but getting better at feeling. Yes. And then, right. And the true adult wants mm. to turn back to the child. So again, like now I'm raising a little boy and I, you know, <laughs> what becomes so apparent is the child doesn't have a, a nervous system that knows how to soothe itself, which is why we're holding the child and shushing the child and, you know, mm-hmm. doing all the things for the child, because that's what the adult does. The adult soothes the child. However, if you've turned away from your child, that's mm-hmm. why your nervous system is overactive because your child, like your nervous system is the child. Yeah. So now it's like what we get to become, here's what I, I realized with a lot of my clients is the way that you wanted your parents to be, yeah. that idealized version is your true adult. Yeah. You, you get to become that adult for, for yourself. yourself and you get Give to yourself the healing. and you get to soothe the inner child yes. with the idealized parent that you're supposed yep. to have. But that was, that's your journey. That's the yeah. hero's journey is yeah. I wanted that parent. 
I get to become that parent. Yeah. But like in feelings a, in, available for you absolutely. right now. Mm-hmm. And the moment you start connecting those two, that's where I feel like integral is coming online. Yeah. So like it's like the parent is like waking up and right. I'm sorry, the parent is like the growing up, like the adult is the growing up yeah. aspect, and the child is the one that's aware. It's mm-hmm. it's connected to source because the child never had to be told, yeah. hey, there's a thing called God. No. You you just no, you're you, you are a mythical, <laughs> magical creature. Yeah. So it's like of course you believe in infinite possibility and that you're connected mm-hmm. to everything and that you when you move, and unicorns when you do this, a mountain moves and when you shoot like this everything like (laughs) gets burned alive or whatever it is like you you have no question about that as a child so it's like now connect those two yeah connect 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 the awakened part connect the part that's soothing connect the part that believes in magic and and be all of it yeah don't don't even choose aspects anymore just choose as many and again there's gonna be fucking distortions like crazy in every single aspect of that Mm. but we are gonna learn to move through that and and see truth uh, you know, a cleaner version of truth more and more as we continue to to grow and age. And I and I do think that's the great task of our time is to, if there is such a thing like a task, um, or time, or time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the the tease, um, just to be mindful that we are integrating something really new on yeah. planet Earth right now, uh, individually. And if you want to go for that ride first. Uh, you get to write the code, yeah. which is really fun. Every experience is new. Yeah, every experience is new. So it's not from what we saw in the past, what we were in the past. Exactly. It's that's just that's not who it's not who we are. That's just what we learned. Mm-hmm. Every moment is structures new. In front get of us. To, structures get yeah. to structures get to be broken down and, and rebuilt. Yeah. Um, I, Build I, a new model. Yeah, something that that really gives me solace today is mm-hmm. I used to think, oh well, I'm on my path. I'm doing my shit. I, you know, like look mm-hmm. at me and. I'm doing the good work, and and, that, and to some extent, that maybe that's true. But now I realize, like we're all going through this thing called evolution. Like you can't mm. stop it. <laughs> the only difference we're not is meant to be stagnant. Yeah, the only difference is people like me and, and you, and, and maybe people who are like our clients. Um, they're interested in what the manual says, yeah. and they're and they're doing their best to try to decipher it and read it. So while they're going through the process, there's like, oh, okay, maybe that's what's happening, right? And you get some sense of it. Mm-hmm. But the the reality is, is that we're all going through it. Yeah. You can't stop it. Yeah. And and whether you have faith or no faith, it really truly does not matter whether you're an atheist yeah. or the most religious orthodox, it really yeah. truly does not matter. And you really could see it as like, how much easier do I desire it to be by reading the manual or seeing it from the context yeah. of understanding versus just, you know, trying to yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and that's why i say like you know some people might not understand what we talked about in the beginning of force or flow where it's like no that doesn't make any sense i should i need a plan and a to-do and And when you realize that's the kicking and screaming versus the flow which is allowance and ease and grace and and all these other things and it's like oh yeah so so it, it can be whatever journey you want it to be it can be whatever experience we want it to be it's simply a choice that's right yeah I say choose uh, choose some patience and choose some grace. Yeah. And even it takes patience and grace to have patience and grace. Yeah, just breathe. Yeah. Presence is breath. Yeah. So if we can just breathe with whatever we're experiencing, you know, I've always taught that yeah. with that breathe three steps to the five steps. Yeah, breathe breathe and, and, you know, and it just, it's, it's, it's beautiful to, to uh, just remind, I have all these memories of me, you and Alon and yeah. all the experiences we had. And even that, that first, when you guys first started coaching with me, do you remember that dinner with your family? Mm-hmm. Total and breakdown. Family yeah. breakdown. Yeah. Dad asked the question. Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, such a beautiful thing, which was just the start of you guys. Like you guys have grown on this so much that this is what you exemplify for your clients, yeah. and you've you've dove so deep into the feelings and the body. Which I remember you being like, if you told me we were going to do this yeah. for what well, you know coaching, I would have been like, whatever. What fuck, yeah. yeah, you mm-hmm. had totally a different idea or pathway that you mm-hmm. thought it would happen. 
And I just remember that, that, that experience showing up and sitting next to Lon, feeling your energy just contract and get like, what? Yeah. And, and it triggered you guys. And, 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 and with Elon being like, ah, mm-hmm. and breathe. And like, that is, and that relaxed his system to be like, okay, I can take in what's being said right now and yeah. I can receive it. And that was a huge step forth for your whole family really got called into totally. both your parents too, into like being more on the path and going through the stuff and all together, like, just like, wow, what a beautiful gift yeah. from that moment of just let me breathe with this and let me be that relaxed to receive whatever is there mm-hmm. and, and, and allow whatever is here to come up. And that's, that's really our, that's our opportunity every single moment is just to breathe and relax and be with what's here how to feel. and hold love. Yep. Yeah. It's like funny. We, mm. we live on this whole planet. Hold your hand. And, and so <laughs> few of us actually know how to feel mostly because we were never taught or got mm. to truly experience our, our feelings in any profound way. And if you, when I start, first started working with you, if you would have told me, I'm going to teach you how to feel, <laughs> I, I would have been like, that's intriguing. And I'm not sure that I'm up for that ride. Yeah. You know, and, and like today, I, I don't think that there's honestly anything more important yeah. truly than like learning how to feel if you want to if you want to bridge the gap yeah. from like this false adult and child and everything that we're talking mm. about um it's just you just can't be present until you learn yeah. you learn that, well you're that, just that running okay a head to, game yeah you're i don't even want to say how to feel body. that it's okay to feel that yeah it doesn't all things it doesn't break you it doesn't it, mm. it actually mends you yeah um and, and resolves pieces and you start noticing everything that's trying to manage your feelings and yeah. um, correct things, and that it's been doing it f- since you were a very little boy and girl. Yeah. And you honestly, it's been doing it for so long that you just don't even remember a world where you weren't being, yeah. you didn't manage yourself all the time. Yeah. Um, and there's, you know, that that ease and grace and peacefulness mm-hmm. comes from not managing yourself. No child that's learning to walk is managing themselves. Mm-hmm. If they did, they'd fall three times and go, ah, fuck it. I guess we're not walking in this lifetime. Yeah. You know, it doesn't that doesn't happen with managers. So that that implicit learning we're talking about is. Really, by taking the, um, just letting those pieces go, and just really just letting life start unfolding the way that it chooses to, not rushing. Divine to, timing, divine just order. Trusting your intuition. All things have a right to yeah. exist. It's all just showing up. Yeah, I was kind of like joking. I'm like, Marcy, what's next? And I know it's like, well, <laughs> what's next is me hanging out until something comes through and tells me what the next step to yeah. take is, versus me trying to make it. And and and, I, and, and right now, this yeah. is the biggest. One of the things I've learned so much on you know even in this last year is as much as like i get you know something shows up and i get called to be in uh, you know some amazing experiences all over the world and all the divine family that shows up in the divine contracts and it's just like the grandest adventure that that the universe brings forth for me as much as all that is available i i literally feel just pure peace and pleasure and joy being in this very moment Mm. like like this moment, I get to be like, I, that's why when I showed up, I was yeah. like, I'm so happy, babe, just to be here with you. I could just sit here and be with you. Yeah. And I'm I'm so happy in this moment to feel fulfilled in every single moment as my experience in whatever I'm in. And, you know, it's like being in this moment, I am fulfilled. And that is the vibration of, you know, absolute love that then we we continue to receive from the universe that the the thing for our next greatest fulfillment yep. because it's just it's vibrational alignment and mm-hmm. um when i was um i was in a, a place where like you know all sorts of stuff was going down and and my my oldest called me and he was like 
uh, it was actually when the, the hurricane thing was happening and he was like, mom, I heard there's, you know, a hurricane coming. He's like, I just, you know, I just want to make sure you're okay. It's like, it'd really suck if you died in a hurricane. This is sky guy. Yeah. And, and I said, I said, the thing that came out of me was like, actually, babes, I said, thank you. First off, I was just like, thank you for letting me know that you care so much. And yeah. I know that really he was just wanting to, you know, it's out of, out of love. And I said, actually, if, sweetie, if I transitioned, like I have no regrets. I feel absolute peace. My only thought that came up was that I wouldn't be here with you physically. And I would still be always, you know, totally fucking with you in the ethers Mm -hmm. and playing with you and and being with you. And, and I, little PP touch back to that. We'll bring it full circle. Little, little mini PP touch. Yet that, when that came out of me, it was beautiful for me to have a reflection of myself that that's how I was now operating from life. There was no regrets. I have done enough understanding now to see every experience I've ever had out of divinity. Every experience, (laughs) every interaction, every feeling, every, every phase has been pure bliss and divine beauty that there is this, just such this luscious love affair with life now, you know, and that, Mm -hmm. that everything is so beautiful and everything is so divine that each, you know, just there's abundance everywhere and everything and magic and miracles and God and good and everything. And to be in a place where I could say, oh, I have no regrets. I realize how abnormal that might be for the, the sure. normal human sure. to, you know, we, we, we shame our past, our experiences. We think there's still somewhere to arrive at. And it was like, babes, if I, if I transition, just know I'm so, I, I've, happy. I'm so happy. Yeah. It was perfect. Apparently it would have been perfectly time for me to transition Absolutely. and and I have no regrets and I just was like wow that's beautiful for me to receive from myself yeah. that that's what actually is operating from within so the more that we can simply allow ourselves to just love this very moment because mm-hmm. it is it is how can how much more can I love this moment yeah ironically so. Elon said the same thing on the coaching call of course just, this, he did. just this afternoon of course um, he did. you know I, I I have found that to be truer and truer over time yeah. the first time I said that uh, I was coming back back from Vipassana mm. and I, I'm in the car bawling my eyes out just experiencing that. so much beauty and I, I said in the to the camera, so I actually have this moment on camera. Yeah. That's um, the first time I saw you. Remember? It was probably the first time you saw me. Yeah. yeah. And I said, you know, whether I live another day or another million years, yeah. I want, if, if this, like, if I should pass yeah. in that time period, that whoever watches this know that I, I, I died happy. Yeah. And the reason I said that was because even for a fraction of a moment of time, mm. I felt this deep connection of, like, peace, restful connection. I didn't have words for it then. Yeah. With, like, the y'all. Yeah. You know, and not because I was on substance or not because something had happened, but like, yeah, I did this experience and, and, and there it was. And I, and I realized in that moment that I experienced something that people go lifetimes, like many, yeah. many lifetimes, never experiencing for any mm. time. And to experience that for a fraction of a second, I understood what a gift that was. Mm. And I got to sit in it and enjoy it and mm. bliss in it and just like swim in it. And put it, that's why mm-hmm. I was crying because it was so beautiful to experience Aww. the world from that lens. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I and that was really the first time I was like, wow, okay, it would be fine if I pass because I got to experience that. That yeah. was that was enough. Um, and it doesn't mean that I'm like, yeah, okay, get me out of here. Um, and you know, and I and I still went back to that place for many years. Like, well, get me out of here because yeah. I know what's what's there for all of us. But you know, what's come through the last few years again is like, no, 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 that me there yes. that chose human body. Yes, yes, yes. Like 
smarter than me, way smarter than me, yeah. way more access than me. I'm like, it knows. I'm like, I better fall in love with this meat suit. I better fall in love because it's our vessel with this to life. experience it yeah, all. Otherwise, what was the uh, point? It's funny you were talking about all like you know the ride, right? And I and I had this image of all these like ascended masters like standing at the top of this mountain, just fucking giggling and laughing. <laughs> and then are. once in a while, one of them's like, "I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump off this cliff into that water." And then the way down, they're like, "Then <laughs> they splash yeah. back down." And but you know the aspect of yourself sits up there and just loves this little thing. And they probably like get you probably get to the top of the mountain. You're like, "That was fucking crazy!" <laughs> and then you're like. I'm gonna go do it again. And you're like, you know, dive that's back what into we're doing. Yeah. We are over and over. I told totally. you how, how, um, even through this dance of some stuff that's last year, I said, <laughs> I, I had this moment of my angels and the guides and the ascended masters being like, ha ha, when you guys thought that you had realizing we have some sort of idea of like, this isn't working or when it does this, then it's working. And they're like, it's all been working yeah. perfectly. It's never not working. Yeah, it's always working. Always working. So good. Uh, okay. Beautiful as always. I love you, Marcy Luck. Oh, I love you Crush, so much. Crushing Craig. that life game in such mm. a fun way. Uh, any parting words? Love. Yeah. <laughs> Do the love thing. Do the love thing. Yeah. I love you. I just appreciate your reflection and who you are in the world. Just have such a deep love for you, as always. We've always had such a divine, sure. obviously, soul code companionship mm. and contracts and I just, I appreciate that you are this vessel of truth for other people and that all that I've seen you go through mm. um, and that mean meaning all that you've been willing to receive, all that you've been willing to allow and see to be the expression that you are and the truth that you are. And so I'm just so happy to stand with you and to be with you and to sit with you and to love with you and to cry with you and to do crazy shit all over the world with you. Awesome. Watch you being a dad. Oh, I cried so hard. <laughs> such a, there's a whole other story to that. Every the divine, uh, the divine uh, vision that we saw and all that you aligned mm-hmm. to and getting to witness you and all of it is so beautiful. So thank you for just being in the beautiful journey with me. Got it. Mm. Aho so and Ashe. Yeah, namaste. <laughs> I love you so much. I could say all the same to you. Mm. I love you. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to reach out to Marcy, I'll uh, make sure her information is down below. Mm. Guys, we love you very much. Thank you for listening to this. Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Bye bye, guys. Beautiful. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, Head to Facebook right now. Join our personal development without the fluff private group. Ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.